Hey guys, what's up? So this is going to be the last in the series of the mental illnesses. We're a different watch today. So today we're going to talk about depression delusions. This is going to be a very interesting class because this will finally finish the entire fucking series. The four pieces to comorbidity. It's kind of like a TSA lock. Let's get to it. So we already know the first piece, which is, here's a TSA lock. I think today's a holiday, like Memorial Day. So the first cluster, right, is different combinations. The first one is sociopathy. Psychopath. Second one is narcissism. Third one's autism. And now we're talking about depressions or delusions. Yay. Most people who are into RSD shit are probably delusional. So let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. I don't care if not everyone's here right now. What's up? One person's here. Let's begin. So imagine the four mental illnesses. It's kind of like IJNT, all this other shit, the Bridge-Meyer test. You know that personality test. They have different combinations, but this thing is very similar. That means for all PUAs, you can switch out the lock and you can figure out who you are. We're going to talk about the last combination. All right. So the first one obviously depends, like, you know, dark triad, autism, all that stuff. Sociopaths are delusional. And they do have this charismatic cult leader glow about them. The same tumor, but the tumors are delusional. They have opinions as facts. So what is a delusion? If we look in a dictionary, meaning behind it. Adjective, delusional. Characterized by or holding idiosyncratic beliefs or impressions that are contradicted by reality or rational, sorry, fuck, a rational argument, typical as a symptom of mental disorders, hospitalization for schizophrenia and delusional paranoia based on having a faulty judgment mistaken, their delusional belief in the project's merit never wavers. So in other words, um, a delusion is a firm and fixed belief based on inadequate grounds, not amenable to rational argument or evidence to the contrary, not in sync with regional, cultural, or educational background. As pathology, it is distinct from a belief based on false or incomplete information. Uh, confabulation, dogma, and illusion. So how is this going to help you guys when you're watching this? It's going to help you guys a lot because a lot of RSD guys are completely delusional. And if you know how delusions work, your entire life will finally be able to change. So now that we know what delusions are, delusions actually do overlap with sociopathy. Sociopathy, right? They have like uh, 10 traits, as I talked about before. They're charming. They have this charm. They, when they have this, they charm the sheeps. Number two, they're spontaneous and intense. Number three, they're incapable of feeling shape, shame or guilt or remorse. Number four, sociopaths invent outrageous lies about their experience. Number five, sociopaths seek to dominate and win at all costs. Number six, sociopaths are highly intelligent. Sociopaths, number seven, sociopaths are incapable of love. 
Number eight, sociopaths speak poetically. Number nine, sociopaths never apologize. They are never wrong. They never feel guilt. They can never apologize, even if shown proof that they are wrong. They will refuse to apologize instead of going on the attack. Number 10, sociopaths are delusional and literally believe everything they say because it becomes the truth, merely because they have said it. And Charles Manson, famous for saying, I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it, I have it here. I don't need to live in this physical realm. I was like, what the fuck? So now you can kind of see that they have to win at all costs. They never apologize and they believe whatever they're saying is opinions is fact. So that's a delusion. And this is the first part, the sociopathy, the comorbidity. But let's get to the point. Okay. But sociopaths and psychopaths are extremely different from each other. They're extremely different. So sociopaths are more of the delusional type. But psychopaths are not delusional. And psychopaths doesn't mean like a murderer. A lot of psychopaths are actually normal fucking people. It could be like your neighbor that's, you know, watering the lawn. The thing about psychopaths is a lot of them just don't feel empathy. You look at the people of the government of China, for example, all this crazy shit that happened. They don't feel any fucking guilt. They don't feel any guilt and they just take away the people's rights. That's how they're like. They just don't feel empathy. Doesn't mean they're delusional. They just don't have this feeling. Pretty common among like Chinese people. I'm not saying all of them, but... 56% according to the Mao gene. So that's what a psychopath is. They're different than sociopaths. Most normal people have, you know, a bit of delusions, but not that much. They just have ignorance instead. So almost all dating coaches are delusional, especially the white ones and the black ones. <coughs> Justin Wayne thinks he's right, even though using seeking arrangements, in his mind, he's always right. Or he thinks he's very smart. But Justin only has like eight testimonials and six of them are instructors. What the fuck? It doesn't make any fucking sense. But he believes, yeah, because of romance, you know, like, uh, therefore it's... Eh. I remember debating him once, right? His Negro fans were angry at me. They're like, John, you can't... Yo, Doug, don't call out Justin Wayne and shit, right? You can't talk to Justin like that. You can't talk... I call him all on the same page all of... Gee, shit. That's the only time I ever talked to him. So if the person is not boyfriend type or high enough value, how can you use same pageology? I like you. Do you like me? You get friends on. But when I taught Justin Wayne's game in 2015, my version, the Asian version, but it was like a little bit of his. Okay. So back then, I didn't know anything about Wayne game except I start at that point. I've been field testing every single system and it just happened to be Justin Wayne's the next one on the line. So. He got one Asian lay, just one. But the Asian guy was way more handsome than me. And boyfriend material, taller too, everything. He didn't get any other Asians or blacks laid. I mean, when you look at his testimonials, the black students I called out for being ungrateful Justin Wayne fans. Um, they were just like, he black, I black. They're just delusional. They're delusional. They believe him without any sort of proof or anything like that. There's not a lot of people in here today. That's kind of fucked up. It's okay. Let's continue. Delusional, they compartmentalize, they separate everything, and they get tricked by the red pill, blue pill, purple pill, black pill, and magtail. So when you look at my playlist, red pill, blue pill, and all this other stuff, it's always the concepts are separated because their mind is so delusional. And PUAs tend to separate everything in their own minds. So 
So what is compartmentalization? So for example, do you think black spill? Blue, red, purple, magtel. It's all separated. It's never like together. So their mind's very shattered and they're very delusional because that's their mental filter. That's how they think. So compartmentalization and government's very compartmentalization because they don't know what each other thinks. They're all separated. Hope that makes sense. Hope that makes sense. <clears throat> so since most dating coaches fall into one of these categories, some of them would dismiss their own SMV, their sexual market value. Or they think it's all game. They're value deniers. They'll deny their height or race or perceived race has anything to do with it. It's weird because no matter how much the evidence there is that it helps, they just won't fucking admit it because they're delusional. And sociopaths are never wrong in their own mind and delusional. You wonder why their methods have no testimonials. They deny my chart, the 20 out of 35. Looks is out of 10. Money's out of 5. Race out of 10. Or whatever race that they perceive you to be. Because my old roommate, you know, he looks like a Latino guy. So therefore, he has a Latino SMV. And also a game is out of 10. The biggest problem with my students is that even if I talk to them, especially one of my Vietnamese students, you know, he still thinks it's all game. It's all game, John. John, it's game, game. John, game, game. He just keeps talking about game because he's delusional. He doesn't realize that there are many different components outside of game. So I was like, looks, height, why shoulders, face is value. Money is value. Status or race is value. Social skills is skills. Social calibrations is skills, emotional intelligence is skills, and game persuasion is game. And game is just a value delivery system. That's all it is. It's kind of like sales. So, for example, here's your value, and here's your value delivery. Game is just to deliver your value, value, value. It looks money and status. It has nothing to do with social skills. It has nothing to do with body language, social calibrations, or emotional intelligence. It only has to do with game. And if you're white and you have SMV, like a natural status, you already get 10 out of 10 automatically. And for height and muscles, it's not the face because the golden ratio is the face and it doesn't change. Basically, if you can put your face into the algorithm, Amber Heard, for example, has the highest golden ratio. And for men, I'm not sure who, Brad Pitt or somebody, but they have the highest number. Basically, surgeons would use that. But if you just change the features of the face, is not going to change the actual way women perceive you. It's all in the golden ratio. I know that sounds really fucked up, but the looks theory is bullshit. I'll get into that in the future. So it's not really the face. So how much of the game category can they transfer if they have so much value? And white dating coaches, their game is less than 2 out of 10 because their race is 10, their looks are around 8, and their game is 2. They can't even get over two. They couldn't even get more than one fucking lay testimonial. Some even had zero. So do you think I have a lot of good-looking students? Nope. Only a handful. So what does that tell you about this whole looks theory? It's fucking delusional. So schizophrenia is a different type of delusional disorder. This is what they call psychotic. Real pumped for this part. Thanks, John. No problem. Greetings. What's up, man? Fuck. Where do you see the evidence about race and looks and everywhere in Swiss cheese brain? The fuck you see the evidence about race and looks and everywhere? Yeah, exactly. 
fuck you see evidence well because i taught so many fucking students if you go look at my website and you can see like the latest post i posted all of the boot camp students i think there are like 22 students right now that got laid or pulled and that's a lot but it's not that much to me because there's actually a lot more there's a lot more so with all these students i kind of see a pattern over the years i started teaching day game in 2013 late 2013 mostly 2014 is when i started as gaming elite all the way to like you know become john wayne for a while and then john elite so gaming elite john elite 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 i just took that part of the name and put john there and just fucking put it together having said that schizophrenics are what they call psychotic they're not the same as psychopaths for example what is the difference between a psychotic like a schizophrenic schizophrenics and people like that needs to take um anti-psychotic medication when you saw the movie joker and you saw that guy's like oh i don't have my pills and shit right and then he went crazy that's more of a psychotic schizophrenic delusional disorders so they'll have these episodes maybe once out of every single like few times a year they have to be hospitalized so they can take anti-psychotic medication psychopaths however do not actually need to take medication because they don't go through these episodes psychotic is a state psychopaths are born with these conditions exactly exactly so psychopaths really don't have empathy but it doesn't mean they're all evil because a lot of people who are psychopaths are usually the very top of their field they have leadership qualities it's just the sociopaths that are delusional as fuck i'll give you an example of a sociopath versus psychopath and psychotic joker is um psychotic schizophrenic and psychopaths are like jeff bezos you know steve jobs uh michael jordan because they're trash talker michael jordan trash talks people like crazy dark tetrad mayweather jr trash talker dark tetrad dark four they're smart they see things very clearly they have no delusions when it comes to boxing and everything else you see that a lot of these people are psychopaths but it doesn't mean that psychopaths are violent in fact most psychopaths are very smart they're not violent they work as CEOs, surgeons, um, entrepreneurs, not all of them, but a lot of them. These marketing gurus are more like uh, sociopaths, but you kind of get the point. So that's psychopaths. Like these are some really top level guys. Even in the government, there's a lot of psychopaths in Wall Street. One in 10 are psychopaths. One in every 30 CEOs, however, on Wall Street is a psychopath. But what's the difference between psychopath and sociopath? Charles Manson is delusional, and so is Charisma King. Crap, Charisma King. Zero testimonials, zero lay testimonials. Because his ideas that RSD is supposed to be good or something like that is delusional. It hasn't led to a single fucking student result. Not even one fucking student result. So, Crap, Charisma King is fucking delusional. That's exactly what a sociopath that's delusional is. And the psychotic needs the medication like the joker in the movies that makes sense how much do you fancy cars help the guys um lambos and stuff like that average person good job mix it's not always about the cars that help i mean it will help to i think you're seeing all wrong but cars will help to some degree like you know a lot of these hood rats these women these uh you know latinas or whatever the fuck 
they like a guy with like the sport car or something like that so he can drive them around and shit and feel a little bit gangsterish and they like to be a little bit submissive because it shows you got some survival value and shit cars by itself doesn't automatically means that you know pussy or you know she's gonna you, there's a lot of prank videos because money is only like oh five you're not looking at the looks you're not looking at the status because you don't know the guy's status and the level of social skills there are gold diggers and hotter women are gold diggers not all of them because they already have the looks they don't need the replication value they want to look for someone with looks kind of like millennia trump will go for donald trump she doesn't need the look she already has the looks they're looking for something else to bring to the table that's why you see a lot of the hot women's going seeking arrangements and shit like that they're funneled to there because it's not because of the money thing is they're looking for a guy with high value hope that makes sense so that's why the women are kind of like you know submitting to it a pakistani mentor is rich as fuck so this is in the mansion and everything like that it kind of makes sense right um how you deal with people that make fun of you i really don't give a fuck about them let them make fun of me because it's called having self-esteem they want to make fun of me right now i just say how many testimonials do you have <laughs> and then go fuck yourself that's why i think i don't even give a shit fuck them i get judged on what car i drive due to my age 31. who gives a shit what you drive it doesn't even matter just tell the women like, what's your problem like you fucking gold digger are you like a gold digger or something like do you care so much <laughs> all right let's continue so now we know the difference between delusional psychopaths and um schizophrenics and whatever fuck so psychosis is an abnormal condition of the mind that results in difficulties determine what is real and what is not symptoms may include false beliefs delusions and seeing hearing things that the others do not see or hear hallucinations other symptoms may include incoherent speech and behavior that's inappropriate for the situation there may also be sleep problems social withdrawal the lack of motivations are difficulty carrying out daily activities so that's uh psychosis what's schizophrenia let's define it according to this schizophrenia is a mental illness characterized by relapsing episodes exactly what i said of psychosis Ma major symptoms includes hallucinations kind of like the joker when he's seeing shit hearing voices delusions having beliefs not shared by others disorganized thinking other symptoms include social withdrawal decreased emotional expression and a lack of motivation symptoms typically come on gradually beginning in young adulthood and in many cases never resolve does that make sense so there's a positive and a negative symptoms positive and negative positive are the delusional um they hear voices they see shit it's like rsd symptoms <laughs> and then the negative symptoms are more of the subdued symptoms which is kind of like the lack of motivation all this fucked up like the lesser shit long story short if you want to break down the psychology behind this shit if you want to really get into um do you think that porn fuels is do you think that porn fuels to this or wait judgment feels to is just an excuse um no i mean porn is not related to any of this shit i'm talking about porn is like more of the last one the adhd <coughs> porn's more related to the dopamine release you get from orgasms hope that makes sense when your body releases like 
when you have orgasm, it releases dopamine right into the, you know, reward centers of your brain. It also re releases um, prolactin and um, that's a love hormone or more of a bonding kind of hormone. And they also release something else. I forgot what it's called, not serotonin, but uh, dopamine, um, something like a painkiller. I forgot the name, but it releases a lot of shit to your bloodstream. So it can be very addictive and also like just no fat for a long time to fix it. So anyways, let's continue. So now we know what uh, schizophrenia, the main state of treatment is antipsychotic medication, exactly what I said, along with the counseling, job training, and social rehabilitation. Up to a third of people do not respond to initial antipsychotics, in which case clozapine may be used. In situations where there's a risk of harm to others, a short involuntary hospitalization may be necessary. So it's just like the movie Joker. Long-term hospitalization may be needed for a small number of people with severe schizophrenia in countries where supportive services are limited and unavailable long-term hospitalization stays are more typical. So they'll pump you full of drugs and shit. So what's the next delusion that most people have? It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. So what is a Dunning-Kruger effect? So in the field of psychology, Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people with low ability at a task overestimates their abilities is related to the cognitive bias of illusionary superiority that comes with the inability of people to recognize their lack of ability. This is very common among the autistic people, which I was talking about exactly in the last, you know, video part of the course, whatever this is. They also have the same delusion, same with uh, sociopathy. It kind of overlaps this comorbidity and also delusional disorders. They really, there are some students that are like, I know that, John, I know that, I know that, I know that. And they always think they know everything. They see you on course, they see it through their own mental filter. They see it through their own eyes. And the problem is that when they're autistic, they have comorbidities and they have all these other mental illnesses. What they do see is a very narrow way because the more you know, like me, the more you read, the more you know, the more you learn, the more you realize that you don't know shit. But for them, because they think they know everything, they always have this delusional idea that they are experts. Experts, seriously, they think they are fucking experts. And when I tell them, it doesn't sit well with them. They get offended. They get offended. You know, just like some of the students, their faces turn to the side like this. They're offended. The faces scrunch up because they think they know everything. They're delusional opinions as facts. So that's what it is. Yo, what's up, man? So what? So Dunning-Kruger, now that you know that dumb people are um, with autism, one of my students, normal case, uh, Vietnamese guy, right? Uh, who pulled during the coronavirus lockdown. So I had a Vietnamese student and I didn't post his testimonial yet. He pulled, but he didn't close, and the gates closed for the coronavirus. I'll write a good post for it, but it's on the front page if you want to see the screenshots for the coronavirus deals, the pandemic deals, which you all should be getting instead of thinking that you know everything. You should be getting that. So I made uh, him do assignment working on tonality. On the TV show called Friends, you can see like, hey, Rachel, how's it going? It's like, oh, yeah, it's great, Ross. And you have to imitate the voice. You know what's great? 
I'm over here. I'm gonna hang around with Joey later on. You wanna come over? She's like, no, I can't. It's like, oh, I see. That's no problem then. I gotta get going. It's like, where are you going? You see, the way they're talking is how white people talk, but he could not imitate the voice exactly. His imitation was like, hey, John. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, are you fucking delusional? He's like, John, that's pretty good. I was like, dude, that is fucking shit. So what happens is we both played the audio together and we both heard it. And I said, separate your ego from this audio clip. And what happened was that when he played it again, it's like, it's like too long. It's all over places like the opposite. And he's like, fuck. All of this time he was wrong. But he didn't know it because he thought he was superior because of the Dunning-Kruger complex. Well, that makes sense, guys. It's like, whoa, shit. I habitually experience delusions and being experts. Usually imagine giving dating advice to others and imagine being in a talk show. Yeah, that's kind of weird because a lot of students, they always think they know everything. You don't know shit, guys. I spent 18 fucking years in a game. 18 years. See, I'm that old. I got gray hairs and shit. See that? It's a little bit gray too, but 18 fucking years. What the fuck do you guys know? That's what I'm thinking. What the fuck do you guys know? Compared to guy, Todd Valentine was in the game for 19 years. I'm 18 years. But Todd did not field test every motherfucking system like I did. I have field tested every system. I have took the gold nuggets and discarded 99%. Next system. Discard 99%. So I kept putting golden nuggets together. And when I was gaming elite... You know, that's the PUA days. When I was gaming elite, I was split testing. Field testing means working it on my body, the game, and discarding. Split testing means other students. So now I put the gold nuggets against the other students. That's why when you look at my boot camp page, you know, there's actually like so many fucking testimonials of students laid. A lot more that you see from gaming elite all the way back to 2013. It's like, what the fuck? John, you were that good as a dating coach back then? Hell yeah. So during the PUA days, a lot of the collecting of the gold nuggets made a big fucking difference. It wasn't until 2015 when I saw Justin Wayne's game, late 2015, that there was an order to these gold nuggets. You know, before I didn't know where to put them. Do I put social comfort first? Is it qualifying here? I didn't know. I just, but it roughly had the order. I just didn't know what order it was. So I hope that makes sense. That was a gold coin, but a lot of this game is bullshit. A lot of this game is bullshit. So having said that, um, do you recommend watching all the season? No, no, no. I, I recommend you practice, friends. You record it. You listen to it. So whatever they say, then you repeat it exactly the same timing. That's hard to do. And you can record an audio and you can hear his one first and then your one. And you realize through your delusions, you might think it's pretty good. But if you listen to it and say, imagine I was critiquing somebody else so your ego is out of the picture. The narcissism from cluster A. And you realize this is fucking shit. If you think it's your audio, you'd be like, this is amazing. You think it's somebody else's, you're like, fuck, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. That's the delusions that you guys go through. Because you guys think you are better than you really are. You think you're better than you really are. If you guys are learning something, give it a thumbs up. This is a really good class. So, <coughs> so in this mind... With autism, mixed with sociopathy, narcissism. That was amazing. When we heard together, it sucks. Another Indian student, elite 60. Sometimes I yell at him. He has his delusional side too. But he gets angry, like a snowflake cunt. Emotional. Not to offend him, actually. 
enjoy teaching them. So <coughs> it's typical of all Indians. Notice I didn't say some, I say all, it's genetics. So all Indians have the same sort of like IJNT, whatever personality trait is always the same comorbidity. Sociopath, um, if it's dark tetrad, they're very dangerous. Dark triad, dark tetrad will cannibalize in India. Dark triad, because they have more of the mental illnesses. They're more sadistic. These people will kind of like, they feel like they're victimized. Autism, they always have like autism under that category. ADHD or um, the, the next cluster, ADHD or um, what was it? Yeah, I forgot. ADHD, yeah, it's kind of like, um, or OCD. There, some of them have like an OCD. They have a ritualistic OCD. They have to do things in exact same fucking order every single time. When they do things in exact order, it's like, oh, the cupboards have to be like this. The shoes have to be like this. So that's very common. But for ADHD, among all the POs, they have it. So for the delusional disorders for Indians, uh, unless they're a psychopath, very rare, mostly sociopaths, then they're very delusional. And yeah, hope that makes sense. So that's one cluster. So if we're taking the psychopath cluster, like Jeff Bezos, Mayweather Jr., Michael Jordan, these kind of people, they have a different cluster. They're dark tetrad. Doesn't mean they're violent, by the way. Um, psychopaths are not violent people. In jail, you probably see more of a sociopath in jail than the actual psychopaths. Because psychopaths, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. But sociopaths, they're always wearing a mask. And they're delusional as fuck. So basically, there's a combination to all this. So we will say that Michael Jordan will be a dark tetrad. Uh, psychopath, OCD. A lot of them, like Gordon Ramsay, um, me, and also um, what's his name, Gordon Ramsay. A lot of these people will be extreme OCD perfectionists. They're fucking obsessively fucking crazy when it comes to perfectionist. In a boot camp, if you don't pull or get laid, you'll be like doing a lot of squats and a lot of punishment. So. But the point is, there's a high level of perfectionism. So there's a combination to this. ADD, this, very common, very common. And delusional, they're not delusional. So I would say that they're very accurate in their thinking. But you can see every single person, there's a lot of comorbidities out there. Every race, for example, Latinos, a lot of them are dark tetrad. They're sadistic. They fucking kill each other. Um, some of the fuck's animals, seriously. If you go to Vice and you just put like uh, Latinos and animals, they actually screw donkeys and shit. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't believe until my Pakistani mentor showed me. It's like, dude, what the fuck? And a lot of them are narcissistic. Yeah, of course, um, manipulative. Not all of them, but um, same things. Very, very uh, autistic and delusional as fuck. Completely 100% batshit delusional. So, Certain races have different combinations. Chinese people, they might have more of a psychopath, controlling narcissism, Asperger's, and um, a little bit ADD, but not that much. They'll be punished for it. And not delusional, but very, very cold. They like to manipulate huge amounts of countries and fuck over a lot of people in a massive scale. Hope that makes sense. So it really depends on who they are.
Give a thumbs up if you like this because I'm telling you some real shit here. Um, do you recommend one? Yeah, I have a phone interview for an interview tomorrow. Should I practice my tonality or a good vibe today because I'm feeling a little bit nervous? Um, to get confidence, competence equals confidence. This is why rehearsals are so important. This is why when my students are practicing Elite 30 from Hard Case to Hero, they're rehearsing. So when they go out there, all that stuff happens automatically. It becomes super fucking easy. Super fucking easy. But like I said, if you're going to go in the boxing ring, you obviously want to practice some drills. According to these delusional high SMV dating coaches, they'll always tell you one thing. Don't practice at home. Go out there and just SMV it. But not everyone has the same SMV, but in their delusions, they think it's all game. It's all their game. It's not their game. It is their fucking value. Possibly their body language. It's not so much the emotions. You see what I mean? It's a value system. They're just over the line. But you should practice at home over and over. Rehearse it. Record yourself before the interview. So if you practice tonality or good vibe, why not both? Why not practice? So when you're speaking to them, you know exactly how to respond to them. Competence equals confidence. And that's very important. This is why you don't want to have the Dunning-Kruger complex. If you're not prepared and you go out there, you become unconfident. And the problem with a lot of these comorbidity people is that when they're not really confident or competent, they never can gain skills. Just like when I'm talking about autism and the lack of focus, ADHD. Since they can never focus, they can never gain skills. Therefore, they're never good. That's, that's why their ego from the first cluster is always about narcissism. It's always about mental masturbation. It's always about patting themselves on the back. You don't want to be that guy who pats himself on the back or minimizes the situation, minimizes the problem of how bad things really are. You want to be the guy who basically practiced so much that you have this core confidence. When you have that core confidence in the way you're speaking, then you'll land that job because sometimes when you get a job, it's not so much about your goddamn fucking uh, resume. They don't give a shit. It is about your skills. Your skills are the most important motherfucking things that they're looking for your skills as in your vibe your body language the way you speak how you can fit in and obviously i don't fit in with normal fucking jobs i can tell you that so i can i'm not like a normal person who can work in a normal job it doesn't compute in my motherfucking mind and one time a student told me john you should get a normal job you're a dating coach right but that's not a real job i was like why not why not work in a coffee house or something <coughs> i did you know, just for a little bit. And I was like a fucking gangster there. And, and I was so fucking alpha and gangsterish. People were like, oh my God, this guy's so, like, this guy's like treating us like shit. He's throwing money on us, like, change and stuff. And I was like, fuck you. And I was like, make sure you got my name right, right? Make sure it's like one R, not two. And I like, fuck you. And I was like, no, no, go back there. Why are you yelling with the customers? It's like, it's like the most gangster motherfucker that looks like a K pop artist, you know, working in, in that job. <laughs> well, on the weekends, I'm teaching boot camps. I just want to try a normal job for once. I cannot do it. My only, like, the job that I've done the most in my life is a dating coach. I can't do anything else. I really can't. So, <coughs> let's see. Yeah, so basically, when he's emotional, that Indian guy, he leads 60. Everything he thinks is right. He always says, John, I'm right. And he argues. 
And then later on, it's like, he's completely wrong. And I'm always right. He said, like, how the fuck are you always right, John? Every single time, all the other students, exactly the same thing. I remember when I had a high school student, he's like a Latino guy. Every time I told him something, I said, you better do this and this or it's going to like fail. And he does it his way and then blows up in his face. He doesn't listen. He just broods like, and then I tell him the next thing. Doesn't listen. Blows up in his fucking face. Also, the other 18-year-old high school student, the guy in a recent testimonial for the coronavirus, he's an impossible case. Every time I tell him to do something, he fucks it up three times in a row because he does it his way, because he thinks he's an expert. They all think they're the fucking expert. That's the problem. Every single one of them all believe that they're experts. This is why they fail. This is why they fail because they're really in their autism, in their delusion, they really believe they're experts. You are not experts. Elon Musk believes that he's not an expert, although he's smart. He's a smart motherfucker. Me and him, we think pretty much the same. But however, he likes to think he's 99% wrong. And he just wants to be 98% wrong next time. And 97. Don't you see? That's way better. It's way better to think that you're completely wrong and how to be less wrong. Huh? How to be less wrong. Shit. Like, whoa, fuck. That's a real mind fuck. That means you don't know everything. You don't know everything. And that's going to be very hard for some of you. Because right now, when I'm talking to you guys, you guys are realizing some of you do have these delusions. And a lot of RSD victims, they have this exact delusion. They go out there, spam approaching. Looks don't matter. Race don't matter. Spam approaching. Spam, spam. Delusional as fuck. You know, height doesn't... It's like, what the fuck, man? Stupid. You see what Elon Musk name is, kid? Like something like XZZ something. I don't know, some weird name. Something 10. So, what a funny guy. What a funny guy. Asperger's. I think Elon Musk is like example of Asperger's and psychopath. That's his mix. All right, let's see. Everything he thinks is right. He blows up his face. Then he gets results. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So, what happened was that when he was training under me, he couldn't believe it the way I yelled at him all the fucking time. It's like, do this correctly. Follow this chart. I made up a chart for um, for timetables. And he's like, that's so fucking hard. And then guess what happens? He gets his contract extended till next year. Next year, he's working till next year, even though during the coronavirus, because of his work ethics, he's gone from the very worst student with the lowest, like, you know, skill level, skill index, all the way to, like, middle upper of his company in a short amount of time this is like less than like two weeks it's like what the fuck how did john make a student raise his skill that high from unconscious incompetence to conscious competence i mean conscious incompetence to conscious competence to unconscious competence habits takes 21 motherfucking days Elite 60 is not going to be a course I'll write a sales letter to. It is top secret. It is not for the public. Unless you're taking my boot camps and unless you're taking 3MP or Kaizen, you are not welcome to take Elite 60. So, well, I'm Asperger's. I could tell uh, you he is not. Don't make fun of Asperger's. Not cool. So Elon Musk with a monotone and lack of eye contact left and right is not Asperger's. 
sure buddy sure whatever you say um yeah i'm elon so um that's right so what the fuck you know the fuck you know i've taught more um i even made elite 30 from hard case to hero as a complete opposite to asperger syndrome that's why it got so many hard cases laid and now i'm working on autism for the impossible cases i actually deal with people like this i don't care if you're diagnosed you're just another one with this fucking combination congratulations congratulations so when you look at the black pill for example the black pill are all sadistic sociopath narcissists not very machiavellian they're too stupid delusional depressed cunts does that make sense they have their own combination adhd they all have the same shit. black pill and red pill they're cousins of each other with the same motherfucking hardware it's just a different software a different belief system but they think exactly the same in terms of hardware they're fucked up lots of people have comorbidities um porn causes extreme anxiety it could i suppose yeah i suppose let's continue so <clears throat> is there any treatment for delusional disorders that affect affects the perception cbt cognitive behavioral therapy helps so what is cbt and rebt um cognitive behavioral therapy or cbt is a common type of talk therapy i'm sure some of you guys have been through psychotherapy you work with a mental health counselor psychotherapist or therapist in a structured the structured way attending a limited numbers of sessions CBT helps you become aware of inaccurate or negative thinking. So you can view challenging situations more clearly and respond to them in an effective way. So how does um, the best way to really understand how cognitive behavioral therapy works? Uh, besides Elon Musk, um, Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. So... For example, let's just say, for example, this is a table. So, okay, table has four legs. The problem with the belief system is that when you start to have a belief system, it becomes like more legs underneath the table right here. Because, for example, black people may believe it's all looks, it's the maxilla or some fucking angles of your jawline or whatever bullshit and it becomes another thing puas believe that is not their looks it is their game even though they have high smb another delusion and then another delusion see the more legs you put under the table right the harder it is to knock down the legs so this becomes a lot stronger it becomes way stronger and this becomes a big problem especially when you're delusional because this table is a delusion table, D-E-L-U-S-I-O-N, delusion table. Yeah, delusion table. So you have to knock down some of these fucking links. But in order to knock them down, CBT does it. So CBT always asks you a question. What makes you so sure you are correct? Are you sure? Because you want to be 100% certain. That's a problem. Because a human need is to be certain. You want to be uncertain. You want to question every fucking belief that you have. 
That's what the counselors do. That's when you pay them. They fucking knock down your beliefs slowly. But what is REBT? Rational Emotive Behavioral Therapy. Okay. REBT operates under the principles of, uh, of A. This is what they teach in my boot camps. C, D, E. So the very first thing I do for the boot camp students or whoever I'm teaching that is mentally fucked up is I have to find the activating event. Activating event. That means there's always one fucked up event that people have gone through that started this entire chain reaction in the brain. It's almost like somebody drove a stake wrench in the motherfucking brain. And what happens is it starts to form beliefs. So I try to find all the beliefs the student has that has led. He'll list everything, which will lead to C, which is the consequences. Q-U-E-N-C-E-S. So consequences is what happens when you believe those bullshit fucking beliefs. Consequences. And D is my favorite part. It's called a dispute. Dispute. I dispute their beliefs saying, are you sure that's fucking true? That's fucking bullshit. But you can't really dispute shit unless you get to all this shit first. This thing in 10 minutes, I can unfuck somebody's brain in my boot camps. This is not some goddamn time travel sort of 10-hour nonsense where people are on some fucking drugs and shit. This is fucking 10 minutes. I can solve a lot of the problems inside your brains. After I dispute everything like Gordon Ramsay or Dan Pena, I say, you motherfucking cunt, do you really believe that's a... And they're like, okay. And over here, it's called evaluate. So they evaluate a new belief. I didn't spell it correctly. So now they'll have a new empowering belief. And F, although this is more newer for REBTs, feelings. Feelings. So they can have a new feeling of empowerment. A, B, C, D, E, R, E, B, T, Rational Emotive Behavioral Therapy. Like I said, John, why are you so scientific? Because science is what gets the student results. Uh, a famous example. Yeah. So basically, because I'm so scientific, it's not like I'm pretending to be like Todd Valentine. That guy is not scientific. He doesn't know shit. He just pretends to be scientific. He doesn't know anything about science. If you guys are learning something, give it a thumbs up. Give a thumbs up because I'm spending today, even though I don't have to, to teach you these kind of tools that you can move forward with your life and really understand what creates the comorbidities of pickup artists. So, yeah, that's how you do the therapy, okay? Fuck, I'm getting itchy, so maybe it's like the lighting. I'll turn this off for a while. So you don't know what you don't know. Question everything. So there are different types of thinking patterns are um, distorted thinkings. I'm going to read from a list. Okay. Sorry, noisy. I read from a list. And this list is from CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. REBT was the first one. CBT is the cousin. Okay. So REBT is like the Johnny Lee, is like the, the more like Dan Pena, like alpha, more like, I don't give a fuck what you think, Gordon Ramsay. CBT is like the snowflake cunt version of you know, psychology is more like the, I don't want to offend you. I'm like red pill. I just want to take your money. Let's just make the sessions last longer, the treatment. That's what it is. 
So CBT takes a long time to question the beliefs, but it does work. It just takes longer because they're not as aggressive. They don't want to offend you. They don't want to offend you. So the first one's called all or nothing thinking. All or nothing thinking means like um, sometimes called black and white thinking. If I'm not perfect, I have failed. And a lot of the people who are delusional or has comorbidities think that either I do it right or not at all. So that's all or nothing. That's number one. So what's number two? Overgeneralization. They overgeneralize everything. Oh, yeah, because the women, they only care about the chads, you know, because, you know, his maxilla and his fucking recessed jaw. Oh, fucking shut the fuck up. That's an overgeneralization. That's black and white thinking or nothing thinking. An overgeneralization. It's just like Justin went, yeah, it's all romance. It's all romance. That's all or nothing thinking. It's all romance. That's overgeneralization. Because that may not even be true. Mental filtering means that when people watch my course, Elite 30, they'll watch it from their mental filter. Their mental filter is their perception, their experiences, their belief systems. They never let the course soak in. You should watch my course three times. The first time, just go as fast as you can just to get the neural pathways into your brain. The second time is to build the neural pathways upwards. The third time is just to get the details that you have missed. Kind of like watching the movie Matrix three times or something. <coughs> You're like, whoa, that's a different movie. Magnification or catastrophizing and minimizing the problem. So this is like blowing things out of proportions. And sometimes they're shrinking something to make it seem less important. And a lot of times when I deal with snowflake cunts and I tell them this is a critique, this is what you need to work on. I would say you're too chubby. I start working. No, it's not so bad. My stomach's not so bad. Or they'll say something's not so bad. It's always not so bad. Problem with narcissistic people is that they go through certain things. Like they always have the same thing. Number one, they minimize. Number two, they mentally masturbate. They kind of like feel good to pump up their state, their narcissism. Exactly like the first video. If you haven't seen it already, go watch it. It's on sociopathy, narcissism, and dark tetrad. In Machiavelli manipulation. Okay? So emotional reasoning. That's when I'm an emotional person. I'm more, it just means you're a snowflake cunt. Snowflake cunts are emotional reasoning because they have very high ego and low self-esteem. So you raise the self-esteem, it no longer hurts. You're no longer emotional. Emotional people are dangerous when they have comorbidity. Emotional does not mean empathetic. In fact, it is the opposite. More like antisocial. Antisocial. And they also have the shoulds and musts. People should never say that about me. People must do this. This happens with a lot of comorbidity students in possible cases. People must never speak to me like that. I must do this. I must do that. Shut the fuck up. Shoulds and must. In REBT and also in CBT, a lot of the problems, a lot of the conflicts in the world, especially with Middle Eastern people. Oh, they should never say this about God or whatever. Right? They never should say that. Must. Shoulds. Must. Shoulds. Their fucking belief system. That means the belief system is like the brain. When it becomes more legs underneath the table. It's like you're having more malware in your fucking brain. That needs to be dealt with. That's for delusions. Hope that makes sense. Uh, I found RSC like seven years ago. Found three years. It was great in the beginning. When I noticed a beacon truly. Yeah, the thing is about RSD. Is that they're appealing to snowflake cunts. That are... High ego, low self-esteem. They never want to offend you. 
the biggest problem with RSD is that you can't see their evil fucking facial expressions. When you look at their eyes, they look like they're fucking serial killers, like Tyler. You can't see that. All you can see is a smiley face. Just like the number closed videos. A lot of you guys are autistic. So therefore, when you actually look at number closed videos, you're like, look at the girl's positive reaction. She's smiling. She's happy. But when you buy a product, for example, that you don't want and the person is pushing it on you, you're like, oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, just send me an email later. Yeah, that's great, right? You're just giving positive reactions. Don't you see? You are giving positive reactions exactly the same way that women are giving. So therefore, if you're autistic, you cannot read facial expressions. You're basically thinking that the women are into that guy. Therefore, you got fooled by all these advice videos. When RSD, they're great fucking public speakers, much better than I am. When I'm, I have never learned public speaking from anyone. I'm completely self-taught. So I don't even know if I'm good or not, but the student that fucked me over with Dark Tetrad won three Toastmasters first place in a row after being like trained by me. I just taught me Elite 30. A course that already got me three fucking lays in the fiance. Motherfucker. I said, you know, if you have a wedding or something, don't invite me. Go fuck yourself. You fucked me over for $2.2 million. <coughs> this motherfucking dark tetrad motherfucker. Delusional as fuck. Fucked me over for $2.2 million. I taught him how to make $2.2 in three weeks. Win three fucking Toastmasters. What a piece of shit. How much lower odds do you think about Asian guys have compared to white guys? As is some of the stats they put it. Uh, it really depends. Asian guys who are very tall would do pretty well. Guys who are pretty boys will have to do more approaches than the tall guys, but they'll eventually close. It takes like more approaches. Basically for Asian guys, if you're tall, it might take you less approaches to close. If you're calibrated and you're decent looking and you widen your shoulders, you always want to widen your shoulders because Asians is below the poverty line of value compared to all the other races. That's why you don't see Asian day game testimonials or not full Asians. You never see full Asians, like completely pure blood. Not like mix of Spanish or Filipino or, and they call them Asian or something. That's not Asian. That's Spanish. That's not even fucking Asian. That's like fucked up. So having said that, yeah, Asians are usually below. You want to be a pretty boy type, kind of like me, or you want to be um, tall, or you want to have like wide shoulders and tall. So you got to pick the niche that you ain't part of. And the problem is that not all Asian guys are good looking. That's a bigger problem. There's guys out there who's like five foot eight or five foot six. And they're like, John, I work out all the time. You're fucking, you're skinny as fuck. You're not working out for shit. What the fuck? You're not good looking. And you're not working on your skills. When you copy friends, you're not even close. Your body language is hunching. That's why I want to tell them. Asians need to stop hunching. Second of all, they need to learn some social skills. ABCs of attraction. And other Asian companies find it very hard to get Asian men results. I'm the only one who consistently gets Asian men results. I get so many um, fucking Asian people results. Some are so fucking um, ungrateful, evil after they, um, they don't even make a testimonial. I'm waiting on a testimonial for a five foot four Asian guy. He just didn't want to get, I just knew from day one. I'll talk about that right now. So besides shoulds or must, it's called labeling. 
assigning labels to ourselves and other people. Personalization. This is my fault. So if someone says stupid shit like it's all romance and digging, there's mental filtering. It's like everything that Justin Wayne says is mental. It's like hitting every category: mental filtering, disqualifying the positive, uh, overgeneralization, all or nothing, jumping to conclusions, minimizing, maximizing, emotional reasoning, shoulds, must, label. That idea that it's all romance already hits every single ten of these boxes of fucked up mental thinking. That's how delusional people think. Uh, exactly. You never see full Asians. If you see them Asians, they have to be half or a guy. Yeah, exactly. Got to boot camp. You ever go to Canada? You were sitting in Australia. Excellent. So having said that, if someone says stupid shit like that, um, so I tell it like it is. When I tell about my boot camp students, as you can see my latest blog post, I was talking about why height matters more than emotions. I made a very solid argument based on the scientific data. I don't have opinions as facts like a sociopath. I have facts as opinions. So I really have no opinions. I just tell you guys the field testing data. And what happens is you guys disagree because you're delusional. Because you think you know better. You're the experts. Right? So if I was really so wrong, if my theories are really so wrong, they're not theories. They're like facts. They're like science. Then why do I have 434 laid potential? It's actually more than 434 now. If you look at the bootcamp students, I still have to figure out which one does not have like a screenshot testimonial versus whatever, and then gotta change the number. I haven't had the time to calculate it because there's too many fucking testimonials. Plus, I got a lot more video testimonials, and I have to read out all the ungrateful fucking students who refuse to make a video testimonial because they're snowflake cunts who are just evil. And I'll get into that. Wouldn't make me a testimonial because of their, you know, they're just, they're just selfish. I'll get into that. That's why crap is my king cannot get a single testimonial because he's distorted thinking. So that means his mental filtering is that he thinks he knows how body language is like, what's good and what's bad. But Todd Valentine hunches in every single fucking clip, every single clip. So what the fuck does he know? None of the RSD people have any testimonials for Dagan. So he's delusional as fuck. So delusional as fuck. Yet almost all my bootcamp scenes poor got late. And the ones who didn't are completely like fucking low SMV or autistic as shit. They could barely form a sentence. Like just retarded. But very few. Most of them poor got late. But in the beginning, I was gaming elite. Uh, some of the Asians did not. But the taller white guys did. So I had to get more gold nuggets. And eventually they start getting late that's how low the asian value is and with covid19 it's even lower now i gotta teach asians how to fight properly you know that fight and shit right if i if they don't learn how to fight they're, they're gonna get people like pushed around by big white guys pointing fingers at them saying yeah mother fucking go back to china you fucking jink you started covid19 right fuck you it's like you're like hey motherfucker i've never been to asia in my life you're like oh yeah still your fault it's like oh fuck you and if you want to push you around, then you fucking kick them in the balls. Headbutt them in the nose and run away. I'm not going to teach you how to fight them. I'm just going to teach you how to get away. Because that's legal self-defense. I'm not going to teach you how to submit them. Or anything like that. That's illegal. So I might actually make a free course again for COVID-19. How Asians can defend themselves in case that they get beaten up or spit on. And water balls thrown in their face. 
I'm not gonna put up with that shit. So just don't dress too Asian. Anyways, how tall am I? I'm exactly five foot seven. I'm pretty short. It's embarrassingly short. So uh, <laughs> five foot seven is like, oh look at me, I'm so fucking short. I have short fucking legs. And my upper body is like a taller person. I have short fucking legs. It's like, thank you, legs. Fucking didn't grow properly. All right. So, yeah, why do I yell at students at the boot camp? People are like, John, you're so fucking mean. You're so fucking mean, John. Why are you yelling at the fucking students? Because I want to cut through their fucking delusions. Cut through like a katana. A lot of people are thinking John roughs up his students. Like he actually yells at them. He actually teaches them how to fight in the boot camps. You're like, what the fuck? What kind of dating coach teaches students how to fight? Because they're pussies. They need to learn. But that helps break down your ego. In the boot camp, I break down your ego and your delusions, and I rebuild your mind and I rebuild like everything about your habits. I rebuild just like the motherfucking army. I don't do it because I'm an asshole. I do it because I care. Discipline equals freedom. Discipline equals freedom. So when a student says, yes, sir, that means they kind of let go of their ego, which is part of cluster A up there in the chart of sociopathy, narcissism. When they say, yes, sir, and they let go of their ego, what happens is they submit and they finally do it my way. That means when the ego stops, there's no more force field stopping them from getting the right thoughts in their brain and right actions. But most cases, they get results from point A and point B. So, yeah, Johnny Elite tears you down mentally so he can rebuild you back up to something better. So I'm not that mean after all. I'm actually a good person because this fucking works. Tough love works. Tough love works. If comfort got the job done, I wouldn't need to be here. But tough love works. That's how I train my students. You travel... Um, best cities in Europe, North America, meet women. Uh, is this su such a thing being too tall? Yes. If you're above um, six foot, if you're a six foot four, but you're skinny ectomorph, you're fucked. Women do not see that as protector status because you're skinny as a girl. They actually see that as a lack of protector status, a lack of pre-selection. It can backfire if you're too tall and you have no bulk on your body. You don't have the protector status. I recommend that you widen the body, you know, right here. Widen the body. V-shape. Um, do you travel? I used to. Not anymore these days. Not as much. But what do you think is the best cities in Europe and North America to meet women? Toronto is probably in Canada the better place. In Europe, <coughs> I would say Warsaw, Poland, but a lot of. PUAs are there. Prague is pretty good. So there are other places in Eastern Europe, tons, but mm, I think Ukraine has been harder because there's too many guys that go to Ukraine and the women are there validated and you have to learn how to speak the language. If you cannot say, if you cannot speak Russian, you're fucked. Fucker. So if you can't speak Russian, I'm just telling you, just don't go there. It's going to be tough. Tough at the daytime. Um, besides Poland, Germany is super easy. The women literally follows you home because Germany is like, <clears throat> everyone's on fucking welfare. It's like, a, it's like a Bernie Sanders kind of state. Everyone's on welfare. Everyone's what they call job center. 
So all the women, if it's survival and replication value, their survival value is taken care of. So they're just looking for just to fuck around. They'll follow you anywhere. These women are crazy. They'll follow you on any sort of fucking train. Because they already got the survival value and they have nothing to do. And they're chill too. They're all fucking hipsters there. In Berlin, they're all fucking hipsters. The women don't even fucking shower. They dress like fucking blue hair and pink hair and shit. Super fucking easy. Mm. How do we determine what women are act nice, act flirty, but are time wasters? Listen to the voice. If they sound like, yeah, great. Yeah, that's great. I got to get going. Listen to the voice. Because the bitchiness is in the voice. Because the autism always look for the face. Because you're always looking for positive reactions. You're always stuck. Look, listen to the voice. And look at when she's going to turn away and walk away. I need to focus on my social skills. And I'm conscious. Am I unconscious incompetent for above? Com yes, you are. You have no fucking clue. You're probably autistic. You cannot read facial expressions. Neither can you actually read the woman's emotions. <coughs> So, let's see. Comorbidity. All right. So, next thing I want to talk about is a new concept I'm going to present to you. I think this one's the most important concept I want to get across. No one's ever talked about this before. So, I'll be the first dating coach in the entire world to talk about it. Okay? So, maybe I'll get rid of this chart, the comorbidity chart. So, the very first... <laughs> the very first chart up here is called IQ. That means your delusions. Let's just use this, for example, not so much about your intelligence or the score you get, but let's talk about IQ as in your delusions, your mind. And number two, we're going to talk about EQ, emotional intelligence, emotional quotient. Let's just think about that as, are you a snowflake cunt? If you're emotional and you're a snowflake, you get offended easily and you get butthurt. Guess what? Your EQ is low. It's kind of like your IQ if you're delusional. It's not like fucking 120, like most normal fucking people. It's more like, a, you know, fucking 50 or 60 at most. And your EQ, if you're butthurt and you get offended easily, you're like the RSD victim. You know, because RSD, they don't want to offend you. They talk to you like this. Like, they're just like great public speakers. Hey, this is RSD Tyler. I don't want to offend you guys, but... You know, he checked, it's like, I see mask. You know, check this out. Check, and, hey guys, I'm tired, but you know, I don't want to offend you, but I just want to talk about why it's so important. They never want to motherfucking offend you. People who don't want to offend you and treat you like stupid sheeps, you know, just like they treat you like sheeps. I don't want to, because they think you're fucking stupid with a low EQ. So the dating coaches games you, all of you. They game you. Because they know you're deluded and you have an emotional problem. So your EQ is not even like 120 like average. It is closer to like 40. And you're like, fuck. Holy shit. And what's a new one? Spiritual IQ. S-I-Q. Holy shit. What's spiritual IQ? There are some students that basically when they're dark tetrad and they get laid too many fucking times. For example, the guy you see in the trailer for the boot camp he got a same day late before he went to the boot camp so his emotional intelligence is down because his ego is up and his self-esteem is down because his ego is so fucking high it's higher than sleep dog it's higher than sleep dog but with an ego all the way up there he could no longer listen and he became more evil his spiritual iq went down it went to like i don't know like 20 percent 
So the lower the spiritual IQ, the more evil a person will become, the more they'll fuck you over, the more they become ungrateful, especially after they get laid. Half my students will have a high spiritual IQ. When they get laid, guess what happens? They're grateful. That 18-year-old student, a good-looking white guy, he was so grateful for losing his virginity. He is nothing but respectful. But then I see another student who's Asian, five foot four. He's nothing but disrespectful. He's already easily offended. And already he got laid. He doesn't want to give me credit. It's like, what the fuck? Delusional as fuck. Doesn't even like, I can't even get through to him. He's 18 too. He just lost his virginity before the coronavirus. He got a girlfriend, but he doesn't want to, there's a lot of students with a low EQ that doesn't want to give me a testimonial who basically turn into evil snowflake cunts who will fuck you over. This is more common than you think. Spiritual IQ is very important to work on it. So if you're delusional, maybe you should read the book Proverbs in the Bible. They talk about wisdom. King Solomon talks about wisdom. That's very important. EQ. Proverbs. A lot of chapters talking about the fool and stuff. Very important. Spiritual IQ. All this stuff can help. Read Jesus. You don't have to be religious. But a lot of the lessons that he teaches can really help your spirit to feel more peaceful. The guy who was fucking me over for $2.2 million, guess what happens when he won his first Toastmasters? His EQ, right? It was already low. Say it was 50. Now it's like 40. Guess what happens? He won the second Toastmasters. Now it's 35. He won the third Toastmasters. Now it's 30. At this point, his EQ was so low, I couldn't even get through to him. It took him 15 days just to teach him fucking tonality. Now his ego is up. His self-esteem is down. And guess what happens? He's more delusional. He's more delusional. Now his spiritual IQ is like down to 10. And what happens is he lost the competition and pissed me off. He got third place because emotionally he's so fucked. And then eventually his delusions, I figured him out. I figured out his algorithm. He's a dark tetrad. He's trying to game me. And he fucked me over for $2.2 million. He kept all the money. He wasn't going to share shit. I wasted a couple months of my life. And he paid another fucking person, a marketer, more money than he paid me just to train him. That guy wasn't going to share shit. I was going to, like, you know, fuck, fucking, like, retaliate. But he told me, please, John, I'm sorry that I was evil. And I'm just telling you, spiritual IQ, half my students turn to the dark side, like the Sith. Half the students are Jedi. In the movie Star Wars, Jedi are the good guys, and the Siths are the evil guys. Jedi are the good guys, Sith evil guys. Because the students, they get too much results. The higher their narcissism and autism, the more dangerous they are. The autism means like snowflake, cunt, emotional, low snowflake behavior. Hope that makes sense. Hope that makes sense. That's a very important concept to learn. So let's talk about the next thing. I'll never train students in the future that have all three that's low in the future. I'm tired of that shit. Because if you have all three that's low, you have a cabbage mind. It's fucked up. That's why half my students, you know, they just turn evil. But if you guys were not delusional, you know, looks money, size, and game. Game is only 25%, guys. Game is only 25%. Then divide it down to social skills, social calibrations, emotional intelligence, then game. And you cut it down to 25. Of course, the Vietnamese students, right? He's an easy case. Not impossible case. I mean... No, okay, I didn't say that properly. 
Yeah. So what is depression? Let's get to the next one. Depression. You guys heard of this before. A lot of people, especially PUAs, especially when they have very low uh, spiritual IQ, low EQ and stuff, they're depressed. There's three gears. So PUAs do not have access to the higher gear. So the first one's called higher self. This is a higher self-esteem. G-H-E-R, self. This is a good gear, higher self. And lower self. Oh, lower self. Okay. Okay, sorry, my brain's kind of fucked up. So depressed. So this is called the depressed gear. So it's higher self. This is separate. Uh, depression. Lower self. Lower self means like, for example, a lot of Indians in India, they'll fuck each other over. That's a lower self thinking. They never think with the higher self. They either go depressed, they go to a lower self, or they go to the red eye, evil. Red eye, like Anakin Skywalker, he turns, his eyes turn fucking red when he turns evil. Red eye. So when they get laid, right, normally they're depressed. Most of these comorbidity, multiple mental illnesses, they're usually depressed. All the time they walk around docile and depressed. They're harmless then. They're depressed, always depressed, always depressed. And then they go to the lower self when they get a little bit of success. That means they never think about the high gear. They either think about manipulation in the lower self, right, with a low low EQ, in the low spiritual IQ. They always think about manipulation, dark tetra. Manipulation. How they In their mind, the red pill dating coaches did not show up during the coronavirus lockdown, as soon as the gates fucking open, now they're making videos. All of them. Because they have a low spiritual IQ. This is their lower self. If they were on a higher self, they'll make videos, even though they get no fucking money out of it. They would help the students. They didn't give a fuck about you guys. They didn't give a motherfuck about you guys. They didn't give a fuck. How the fuck... Could you worship people who didn't show up when you needed them the fucking most? I was there. There's only like five dating coaches that were there. Where the fuck were the rest? Because they're after your money. That's the lower self. That pisses me off. Because there's so many people out there getting fucked over by these people. And the red eye is whenever they succeed a little bit and they get narcissistic. And that's when you turn all evil. That's when the red eye happens. Until they fucking get so evil, they fuck over everyone, and then they eventually fail because they're delusional. They go back into the depressed mode. They start all over. Back to lower self, depressed. Vicious cycle, eh? That's PUA. That's what happens when you got low spiritual IQ. Doesn't matter if you're religious or not. If you got low spiritual IQ, low EQ, when you're a snowflake cunt, Emotionality is dangerous. A person who is emotional doesn't mean they're empathetic because if they're sociopathic, they have no fucking empathy. Let's be real here. They have no empathy. They have no guilt. Because they have no guilt, they'll fuck anyone over in their way. And the other guy with $2.2 million, when he fucked me over, three times on the contract, he fucked me over in a row. I didn't see the red flags. Actually, I saw it. I called him out on it. And this time, I was prepared. I just want to see how far you'll take it. 
But I knew all along when they're delusional, they have low self-esteem, they get offended easily, and they're low spiritual IQ. They are the most dangerous. You must run and get the fuck away from these people. Never ever be around someone who has low spiritual all this stuff, lower self, depressed, this and that. They'll fuck you over at this gear all the time. Every time. Never ever ignore the red flags. Now that you know about comorbidities, you can actually start to figure out what it is. Hope that makes sense. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. So how do I determine um, act nice, but they are time wasters? It's compliance. Look for compliance. That means if they're walking with you to the instant date all the way back home, they're compliant. They're compliant. So they're not time wasters. Never look for positive reactions. Look for positive compliance. It's not indicators of interest. It's indicators of compliance. IOC, not IOIs. This is my new concept, IOC. And mystery is wrong. Because mystery is autistic. Mystery is Asperger's. Mystery is schizophrenic. Actually, mystery is a schizophrenic. He needs to take medication for it, I believe. It says in the book, The Game. So that's exactly what it is. He's he comorbid. All right, let's continue. If you guys are getting this, give it a thumbs up. So I know that you guys are getting it. And also, buy the Elite Bundle so you can Skype with me. I have the most student results in the world for dating him. By far. I want to help more people. That's my goal here. Especially Asians. All right, let's continue. Depression is a mood disorder that causes persistent feelings of sadness and loss of interest. And they call it like a depressive disorder or a clinical depression. It affects how you feel, how you think, and how you behave. That can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. You have to, you know, you may have trouble doing normal day-to-day -day activities. And sometimes you may feel like life is not worth living. Great. So now you know about the depressive here. Lower self and red eye. So there's no higher self. For dating coaches, they're very much like that. So let's see. Process repeats itself. Um, let's see. Okay, so I remember that 18-year-old student, the European guy. His first testimonial, he did not sound that happy, sound very depressed. He got a blowjob. Finally, after three months. Impossible case. Three months is good. Usually it takes about six months to get the first result. A pull or a blowjob or fingering her for impossible case. Less than one year. He got laid in six months. So there's new technologies. And the second time is much happier. Second time is much happier. So some of them become ungrateful, but he's so happy. He was like, John, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. So another student, 20 lays. Remember the Middle Eastern guy who would talk about black pill and shit? Yeah, he got depressed as fuck because he got too many fucking lays. He got 20 lays in a model girlfriend under my training. RSD nothing. He works with RSD. My train, 20 lays, a really hot girlfriend. You can see in the sales letter for um, Kai's, I mean, inner circle. He's, his girlfriend's there. So I finally posted it. So 
it's a good problem to have. But depression, lower self, yeah. What can you do about it? Well, there is a supplement I recommend, which is called St. John's Wort. So St. John's Wort, for example, let's see what the bottle looks like. John, like my name, John Wart. So St. John Wart is a great bottle that you should be getting. Because with St. John Wart, all these pills and shit, very cheap. It works for mild depression. So you got to understand, how does depression really work? <clears throat> this is a type, like SSRI. So for depression, the pills that you usually get from the doctors, which is very dangerous. These are the kind of school shooter kind of pills. So SSRI is serotonin reuptake inhibitors. So how does SSRI works? You gotta imagine the brain is like this, okay? So serotonin right here, it's like a blob, the circle. Serotonin is the feel good thing that reduces depression for the snowflake cunts. And reuptake inhibitor, reuptake means like this and it goes, it sucks up your brain. Now you no longer have the serotonin. So your brain starts to feel depressed. But serotonin reuptake inhibitor inhibits means it stops this thing from absorbing the serotonin. Hope that makes sense. So now that the brain is holding on to the serotonin, now you don't feel as depressed. Hope that makes sense. Serotonin. That's why something like this helps with mild depression, according to studies. I don't recommend you take the real SSRI because you could be fucking up your whole brain this thing is a supplement it's from a flower ssri it's much safer it's much safer that's why i recommend so that's how the brain works long story short if you want to go into the neuroscience of it depression is caused by can we combine saint john wart and ashwagandha you can do it so it's like a stack you can definitely mix different things i should make a new opt-in page where you can put your email and i can give you the exact amounts you can mix them together. Nothing bad will happen. So, um, yo, John, Dan Penn and Dan Locke both got exposed big time, especially Dan Locke, who's a scam artist. Do you actually follow them or do you take away from their tough love behavior? I like Dan Pena's um, tough love behavior. So I think in some ways, if you say they're exposed, I think you're not seeing through the depth because a lot of people are stupid. A lot of what they're saying is that I believe that they are the elite. There is five mindsets that makes it all work. Five mindsets. Dan Pena and Dan Locke knows it. And so do I. All the elites are blue bloods. Without the five mindsets, it's like baking a cake without flour, without butter, without yeast, without baking soda, and without like salt. They're not telling you what the five ingredients are. So therefore, all the Illuminati's, Freemasons, Skull and Bones, all the secret societies, once they enter, be more teachable up a certain value ladder. <clears throat> Once they go up the ladder, 33 degree Masons. I should not be talking about this. Then you learn the five mindsets. I can't talk about this. Elon Musk knows what the five mindsets are. Bill Gates knows. Steve Jobs knows. Dan Locke knows. Dan Panyan knows. They all know it. But the general pop population, right, is not taught the five mindsets. So no matter what they're teaching, it doesn't really click in their mind. 
because the mindsets are wrong. And sometimes like stuff like their stuff works for someone like me who already have an established business. I hope that makes sense. I don't think that, um, in my opinion, they're onto something, but they're missing the five mindsets. That's all. Will I teach you the five mindsets? I taught two of the mindsets, the inner circle, but the people are too stupid to understand it. So I stopped teaching it. The manifestation for that $2.2 million in three weeks was because of the five mindsets I taught this evil motherfucker. That five mindsets won him three Toastmasters. All the people in the rap music who's made a billion dollars, like fucking Kanye West, you know, they all know the five mindsets. It cannot, I cannot speak about it. They all think like that. Why do you think Mayweather, <coughs> Dan Pena, Michael Jordan, me, all these people think the same? Because we all have the same comorbidity, the same combination. Hope that makes sense. Because <coughs> we have the same combination, we think the same. That's why Dan Pena, actually, if his students made a trillion dollars, he is the best high-performance coach in the world, if that's the case. I'm For me, I have the most students late in day game in the world. I'm the top, number one. There is no number two, three, or whatever. When you compare like so much testimonials, there will be a hundred video testimonials soon, as soon as I'm stopped being such a fucking lazy person. So <clears throat> I'll read out some of the testimonials too, but there will be over a hundred easily. Bootcamp is already double or triple. I have the most bootcamp students late if you take away my involvement. If there's other people that have bootcamp testimonials and you think they have a lot, I'm involved in eight of them. Eight. I didn't get credit for all of them. So uh, therefore, when you compare it, it's actually 22 of mine, 15 of theirs. Just only eight. Other dating coaches, one. Yeah. Great. You have to be narcissistic to achieve this stuff. You Not just narcissistic. You got to be like very undelusional. If you're delusional, you'll never achieve number one at a particular field. All these guys, Steve Jobs and stuff, they're tough motherfuckers. They don't care about, like, they're pretty tough, I can tell you that. One thing is that they're all a little bit on the sadistic side. They're all OCD. They all are perfectionists, very competitive, trash talkers, sadistic, um, probably a little bit on the psychopathic side. Not violent, but all CEOs, all these people, it's like a leadership quality is the, the way they think. So, <clears throat> Yeah. That's like a combination that makes you successful. You're born into it. You're not for the elites. You're born into what they call blue blood. You are not. Most of the general populations do not have this comorbidity. And the problem with the sociopath is that they're not they're never at the top of the industry. They're never the CEOs. They're always the fucking managers or supervisors. They go up 33% and they're stuck because they're delusional and fucking people over. And then whenever that stops, right, and they, the other person is gone, they fall back down a little bit. They go up a little bit and they go back down and they fuck, they fall back down. And for 10 years, then they're stuck. They go to a different industry. They fuck over the next industry. And the whole process happens about four or five times by the time they're like 50 or something. Then that's how it is. Because comorbidity is about replication, like replicating their tumor genes, their cancer genes. A lot of these guys who are like um, sociopathic, when they have relationships, they're psychopaths are more like less into relationship, but the sociopaths are more into relationships. They're trying to spread their fucking cancer. So in this way, they need money. They need to raise a big family. So they're selfish. 
because of low spiritual IQ. They're selfish. They don't even think for a second that people don't like to be screwed over. When a $2.2 million guy, that's why he has a fiance now. So it's always about procreation for them. It's always about screwing people over. It's about, but that's not a good strategy. It's not a good strategy. It doesn't last. That's why it's good to have a spiritual IQ of the higher self, higher self-esteem. That's what I always do. I don't think about how can I screw more people over. I'm thinking about how can I help more people, give them more clarity. Just like what I'm doing here. I don't have to be here, but I figured you guys are going to learn a lot of things that can really help your life. To be aware, knowledge is power. To be aware, you can make changes in your life. All right. Having said that, St. John's Wart. Okay? So it only works for 60% of cases, not 100%. Because some people have like a... Like a big depression, a major depression. This is for mild depression, not big fucking depression, mild. The second thing that helps with this um, skill building, like I said, unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, conscious competence, unconscious competence. So the Indian student, he felt so much better after he took Elite 60 because he says, John, I know you don't believe in self-development. And I really don't. I really, really don't. But he says, John, everyone needs to reach their full potential. The only way you can reach your full potential is if you cannot focus, take omega-369. And depression also stops you from believing in yourself. And with a lack of focus, you cannot gain the skills necessary to succeed. So you mentally masturbate. And then you start to have a low fucking spiritual IQ, low EQ, and you're delusional. So, yeah, RSD is like that. RSD appeals to the cults. So, Yeah. I hope you learned something because that's why I want to talk about today because all this stuff, amazing, isn't it? Now, now you know the exact clusters, A, B, C, and D for sociopathy or psychopathy, dark tetrad or dark triad. Second one, autism or Asperger's, Asperger's. When you have like monotonic, yeah, like a high screechy voice as Asperger's. Autism is more like, I'm emotional, snowflake, cunt, I'm easily offended. All RSD victims are all low fucking IQ, low EQ, and low spiritual IQ. They're all autistic, sociopathic, delusional people. And almost all of you have some form of ADHD, I guarantee it. Dopamine, the lack of dopamine in your brain. You always have to do something more exciting all the time. OCD, not everyone has OCD, but the ones that have OCD is perfectionist or a lot of ritualistic shit. For me, I'm the perfectionist. A lot of you are ritualistic. Not everyone has it. Not everyone's impossible case. It doesn't mean impossible case have this. Because people like, you know, Michael Jordan has this shit too, Gordon Ramsay. But impossible cases, they have all that shit, like a lot of stuff. And the last one today is about, um. let's see here. Yeah, I would say learn from the males, both of them, but do not follow their body language. Try to copy their tonality because small talk is exactly how people talk like. If you can talk like that to a white girl, rather than remembering all these autistic lines and shit, and just say, hey, excuse me, <laughs> it's random. I know COVID-19, I shouldn't be talking to you right now. And I know it's a really, really bad thing. But I figured if I talk to you, Maybe I won't regret it. Are you practicing social distancing? I can wear a mask. I can wear a mask right now. There's no problem. 
talk like them, talk like the people from friends. And when you talk like that, white people will start to gravitate towards you. Small talk. The more you talk like that, you don't need to just flirt all day, romantic shit. Because the longer you talk to her with a good body language, the more she builds the attraction. So you don't need to spike it that much. When the attraction's there, then you can keep her on the line. You can counterattack, tease when you need to. And the reason why you can't do it is because you can't read the facial expressions. Listen to the voice. Sometimes you can touch and sometimes you can uppercut, touch. Sometimes you can hook. You can sexualize it. You don't have to flirt romantically. Sexualize it at some point. When you're incitating and you're pulling, sexualize it. Talk sexually. Fuck this romantic shit. It is making things harder, less efficient. This is what leads to testimonials, sexual connection. Work for all the students, look at the testimonials. They all use the fucking sexual connection. All of them, they use the sexual connection. It is the most efficient way from point A to point B. You don't need anything else. It's Naturals don't even use romance. What the fuck? Sorry, I just turned off fans. It's a little bit hot. Uh, also, the success in 16 lessons teach you about the five mindsets. And it is, but it's not like directly spoken. He's talking about the law of success, 16 lessons, Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie was the first person in the world to even remotely talk about the five mindsets, so they banned his book. He was the first one to give him any indication or any clues of the five mindsets. So yes, you, you are on the right track. This book was out there way back in the 40s or 30s, 19 fucking 30s, 40s. And they like the billionaires were like, no, no, you can't fucking talk about this shit in public. This is top secret stuff. The mindsets. So they shut down his book and he made a book called Think and Grow Rich, which is the watered down version without all the ingredients. Hope that makes sense. So do you guys have any questions regarding today's lesson, which is, you know, about depressions and delusional disorder? Or is it very clear? If you guys like it, give it a thumbs up. And I do want to talk about some of the things on my site. I have a new site called um, johnelitedating.com. You guys should check it out. John Elite Dating.com. I'm not sure if it works. Fuck, it doesn't. HTTPS. John Elite Dating.com. Ah, fuck. There it is. Hopefully, this works. Yeah. This is my new site. It's on ClickFunnels. It cost me 300 motherfucking dollars a month just to run this fucking site. Is that fucking insane? Check out new sales letter. It's called um, Inner Circle. I want, since I kicked out one member of Inner Circle, or he didn't want to renew it, the guy got fucking two same delays. I want to replace him. There's two more spots for two more people. You have to be a big fan to join. How to help a POA friend who's absolutely autistic due to RSD and can't see it? Um, that's going to be very hard. So how you snap out this kind of thing? Well, first of all, he has to raise his self-esteem. That means he needs to dress better. He can't do it. So therefore, the self-esteem does not go up. The ego goes, you see what I mean? Ego up. He dresses like RSD hoodies. Am I right? You you can't make him dress better. That's hard. Number two, he can take like a Omega-369, St. John's warts, and also um, vitamin D, which helps with autism. That could slowly reverse it a little bit. But he's still delusional. It depends how evil he is. If his spiritual IQ is low and he's an emotional snowflake cunt, it's going to be very hard to wake up from. He has to fail many times. 
I feel sorry for RSD victims. This is game over. These guys have the lowest spiritual IQ. That's why they're always stuck. That's why they're in a mental loop. They cannot see the evilness. Maybe you should tell them to look at RSD Tyler's eyes, the serial killer eyes, cover the face, because he's always looking for positive reactions. That's a thick-ass website. Well done. Yeah. He doesn't want to see your videos. He doesn't have to see my videos because he's he most likely his mindsets are at zero 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 for the five. He's fucked. He some of these RSD victims are stuck there for 10 years with RSD. They got no results, but they're stuck in the mental loop. This is why I made those videos about black pill, uh, red pill, purple pill, MGTOW, black pill, whatever the fuck, purple pill. And this is why I made the mental illness videos. But until he's ready to see it, then he can wake up. I made these videos and I'm giving you this stuff to wake you guys up. To see that red pill dating coaches have been fooling you. What if I told you all the red pill dating coaches in the world? The one who just showed up after the coronavirus, the gates opened again. All these guys knows that you have low spiritual IQ. They know you're hurt. That's what the Middle Eastern students said. They're hurt and they're delusional. RSD is using your delusions against you to make money they know that because tyler is already a sociopathic and delusional cult leader he knows that he's autistic too in fact every time he breaks up with a you know let's say he breaks up with a girlfriend he'll fucking cover all the walls and he'll tape everything down rsd i know all this shit i know the inside stuff because it's student because he's autistic he has over sensory perception ashwagandha if your friend takes ashwagandha vitamin d omega-369 he might wake up from his autism but that's only part of it, the comorbidity. He has to be aware that there's like fucking 10 mental illnesses in a row. It's like a fucking filter. Nothing gets through. Your friend's fucked. I'm sorry. A lot of Asian people are stuck with RSD. They're delusional. And they love to worship. That's the problem. Because they're weak-minded. They love to worship dating coaches. Red pill. They love they have to worship. Like, oh, yeah, please. The weak. They're like women. They're emotional snowflakes. They're like women. They like to sleep on the dating coach's chest, right? The strong muscles. They're like fucking weak. They're exactly like a woman. Emotional, you know, don't think that much. Not their own thoughts. Not even aware. I'm sorry, but your friend's fucked. And they have to fail at least a couple more times before they come to me. Most of my students are RSD victims, by the way. You know that? I would say majority of my students are RSD victims. They come to me for repair work and then get laid and they turn evil again. They they have a low spiritual IQ. Oh my fucking God. These people are horrible fucking people. RSD victims are all horrible fucking people. They, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, they're just like the creepy motherfuckers that give PUAs a bad name. RSD. This is why I made this video a series. Um. I read the game and even Neil Strauss talks shit on Tyler RSD cannot be trusted. Any white person in general, Team Johnny Lee. Exactly. Why even trust white people? They don't even have a single minority day game testimonial. Not even one. What the fuck? Statistically speaking, their stuff is not transferable. It's just you can't transfer value. And a lot of people like to think it's the looks, the white dating culture looks. No, 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 motherfucker. It's the golden ratio. It's the height that matters. Look at my newest blog post. Nothing to do with the goddamn fucking looks. I broke down in detail on my blog about all my fucking students in boot camps. Okay? 
How many of them are good looking? Not that many, but they're still getting results. It's the height that matters. Height and wide shoulder. Height and race matters more. And all the students are getting that three legs on their boot camps. Always have the same fucking height around six foot tall. Five foot 11, six foot to six foot two. All the time. Height matters. Value matters. Protect your status. Race. Pre-selection. Positive stereotype. This is just the science, guys. I'll give you a link. Um, hopefully this works. Oh, it's too big. I can't really post it. Is that my fucking title is too big? Um, same one. My friend was on a boot camp with Julian. Um, I was talking about some hard drugs on, but Julian, Julian takes a lot of drugs. And like the other student, he said that, you know, when I was, he was driving me to Metro town in the video, I think it was the beginning, the introduction video. His RSD takes all these drugs. I know the names. Even Jeffy takes a lot of drugs. Jeffy has a drug van. Everyone's like, oh, Jeffy's legitimate. Jeffy's what? Jeffy's a good public speaker. RSD Jeffy fools a lot of people. And RSD Jeffy likes to have a lot of drugs in the back of his creepy van. Okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, bring women back here, right, for me. Creepy old uncle like Jeffy. But our, Julian does a lot of drugs. So does Tyler. They all do drugs. That's why he told me. They're all into drugs. They're fucked up. Um, the problem is RSD, Julian taught Jan Lifestyle. And Jan Lifestyle ruined the whole Vancouver. He killed all the Asian people for like five or six years. See, RSD, Julian's RSD, Tyler's game. Because RSD, Tyler, and Julian taught Jan Lifestyle. He killed the Vancouver. He killed like hundreds of Asians, collected all their money. Autistic fucking Asians. Stupid. I dress nice, wore shoes that brought me up to 9.5. Jesus Christ, people treat me different. Are you sure you're 9.5 or you're delusional as fucking narcissistic? <laughs> I'm not even 9.5. No? What the fuck? Are you sure you're 9.5? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If there's nothing else, that's all I want to say. Also, um, I think Kaizen's the best program. Kaizen. Most people don't realize that Kaizen is a body language program. Three of the students already got laid from it. I know they're all white, but 50-year-old man from Germany got laid, got a long-term girlfriend, six lays in 24 hours, a girlfriend in 24 hours. He also went to Portugal and he pulled and all the POAs are taking pictures and videos. And they're watching this old man who's five foot seven wearing elevator shoes, pulling in front of them. He stayed there a few more days, he would have got laid. They're thinking, what the fuck? It's like Jesus walking on water or something. His friend, six foot six. He didn't learn my game, although he does have my products. He just worked on Kaizen, the body language. He banged the women. He's 40 years old. He banged a 20-year-old woman way above his look scale. And lastly, 18-year-old student who was a virgin, Kaizen, he repeated the first five days. He says he only went for five days of Kaizen and got laid. One day got a blowjob. But he repeated the same lessons over and over. The first five days. Gone results. Because outer game matters. Gaming Elite got so much student results because of outer game, not inner game, outer game, body language. Um, how much does dick size matter? 
Uh, it really depends. Getting better every day, that's genius. Yeah, Kaizen, exactly. Exactly. So Kaizen, they might start with um, 45 degrees. Day one, day two is kind of like they have to keep the neck still up here. And they have to talk like this. It's hard. Now you're juggling two things. And number three, now they have to put the um, chest out. Number four, they have to move the hand gestures. Number, Eventually, it feels like you're juggling a bunch of sticks and the fucking plates like this. Spinning. Next one. Next one. Next one. Oh, no. When is going to fall down? You spin again. It's like how to maintain every single fucking piece at a time. It takes 21 days to go from unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence to conscious competence to unconscious competence. Kaizen. But nobody's like, Asians are like, oh, I'm game I'm no, the impossible case Asians could use a body language upgrade. So. How much does dick size matter? Not as much as you think. So luckily I don't have a small dick. But however, you still have a small dick. I don't think women cares that much. They only feel like the first, within a certain wall, the vagina wall is like, they can only feel like nerve endings up to the first four inches. Someone like that. <clears throat> Anything beyond that? Yeah, they don't feel. But, you know, some women likes it deep. Especially Asian women with white guys. And they just love to be split apart. So, vagina can go very deep. So, you can see that. But it doesn't matter. It's more like the guys who thinks it matters. The women, they don't care. As much as you think. <coughs> Women always say they like a big dick, but it's too big. They worry about pain. So that's another thing. So, what the fuck are we talking about dick sizes? Next question. There's more questions. Only six likes. Only six likes. All this value. But I hope you guys learn a lot. Because this is the last of the series of the mental illnesses. I might be talking more about that in the future, but I want to switch topics. But check out my site. You know, just check out the new site. So what do you guys think of the new site? Is it too bulky? Is it too, like, overdone? Because I'm still field testing it. <laughs> the old site, the ugly-ass old site actually converts, like, way better. Still making money off the old site. Lots. Which is funny because during the coronavirus, people cannot afford to train with the red pill dating coaches anymore. They can't afford to train with these other motherfuckers. Because all they care about was your money. And now that they cannot charm the shapes, the coronavirus was a big game changer. It exposed to everyone that how much these guys did not care about you. They didn't want to give value. They didn't want to help you. They didn't want to teach you stuff. They just want to take your money. And now the gates are opening. They're all fucking showing up like cockroaches everywhere. You have some kind of stories about Crap Rizma King? Oh, yeah. I mean, Crap Rizma King. Is the deluded motherfucker. One of my boot camp students, you saw a guy with three lays. You know, it's like, this guy is the man right here. Johnny Lee. Remember that student, the Asian guy? Three lays in the boot camp. He turned evil afterwards, low spiritual IQ. After three lays, he wanted to help me in marketing. Help me with my website. <coughs> he disappeared. But he was crap Rizma King student. He says when he was learning from RSD, he learned from 10 boot camps, got no results. Only my boot camp had results. So, having said that, he learned on the Crap Rizma King, and Crap Rizma King was like, all you have to do is don't overly smile. That's it. That's how he teaches. Just don't overly smile. You know, fucking rat face, Crap Rizma King. Just don't smile, and you'll be fine. I said, what the fuck does that mean? How can you practice that? 
no one he got no late testimonials. He doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about. And you look at his body language. He's like so fucking beta. You can tell Todd Valentine's like this, hunching. This guy's like just such a low value cuck. He's just gonna pull. He's not gonna close. Therefore, you know that's why you couldn't get people to film him and get footage because he fucking sucks. After like five years, that's all the footage you got. I got so many infields. I'm not even posting them. Like I got so fucking many and boot camp stuff too. I just don't post it. I'd like to slow drip them throughout my whole career. But for him, because somebody's like cameraman is like, oh yeah, this, they, they can't get any fucking results because it takes them like 150 approaches or 200 just to get like a fucking anything happening. So therefore, he can't even afford to pay a cameraman because they're just going to see how shitty he really is. And here I am getting laid in front of boot camp students. All do Asians do in your boot camp? Like I said, the, the other student, look at the trailer. He got fucking same day lay right before the boot camp in Las Vegas and the first approach in the airport. The other Asian student, you know, um, three lays. Another Asian student, 15 lays. Three lays in the boot camp, fingering a six foot two blonde. He same day lay, um, a prettier girl. And then a decent looking one. I was in the room for one of the bedroom things. Two more lays. They do okay in the boot camp, just fine. There's no problems, the Asians. The Asians who basically are autistic and they can barely keep up a conversation structure and they're like really depressed, they should not take my boot camp. They should just go fuck themselves. Other student polls and stuff too. They, a lot of them has polled on the boot camp. They brought women back home. So they do just fine. They get some kind of results. So yeah, my game is very Asian friendly. It's the only game that's Asian friendly. Not even ABCs of attraction is Asian friendly. So you don't have any fucking day game results. Queef and Casanova, very few day game results, if any. In fact, I'm probably the only dating coach that actually have Asian student results in boot camps for a day game. Like a full Asian. Have you tested CBD? I do not do drugs. So I'm sorry, but I, I can't speak about that because I don't do any sort of drugs. I don't even know what it is. Which country has the hottest women from your experience? Um, Ukraine and Russia. These two countries have the hottest women in the world. So Riga is not bad too. Riga is very tall. They're actually secretly Russians. They're not like Latvians. Like half of them are Russians there. They just The government doesn't tell you. They're tall Russians. They, they look like runway models. But Ukraine is probably the most attractive by far. And Russia. Russia and Ukraine are very different. But um, yeah, those are the two hottest women. You can argue Brazilians are not bad or fucking, um, you know. Well, I fucking, I hate Brazilians because they're the flakiest women towards Asians. They only like tall Asians who are buff, muscular, and super good looking. This is why the student who got two same day lays, he lived in a place of 80% Latinas. They're the flakiest women in the world. Brazilians flakier than Colombians, which is flakier than Mexicans, which is flakier than, for Asian students, they always get flaked on by Latinas. All my Asian PUA friends and stuff, you know, we always had this inside joke. Did you get faked on by another Latina? And they're like, yes, I did. And we all laugh. Latinas are sociopathic and they wear a mask. They pretend to be nice. And then when they text you, they just sort of don't give a fuck. They flake on you. They pretend to be nice because they're sadistic. They're sociopathic. They wear a mask. It's just how they are. They're shallow. Got big hips, small waist. So therefore, they need a guy who's tall and wide and protector status. Hope that makes sense. Uh, yeah, so 
that's my experience but i would say that poland women are not as attractive or um yeah russians number one by far russian you interested in the boot camp uh, definitely interested in the boot camp go on your website sure i eventually need to update the page but <laughs> you fucking shocked guys how many fucking boot camp results there are skim through it You'd be like, what the fuck, John? Yeah, I only finally posted like a lot more of the bootcamp stuff from Gaming Elite. So even before I was John Wayne or I even heard of Justin Wayne, I had no idea who they were. Before I knew that shit. I only taught Justin Wayne's game in 2015, so that's the first Wayne game I taught. I don't want to give Justin any credit, but I think Justin used to refer students to me secretly, saying John's like really good, you know, go to John. John's, John's one of the best dating coaches out there. So he referred me some students, but he didn't tell me. He used to like my post, but then one day I got too many fucking bootcamp results in his forum group, and he couldn't believe it. He was like, and then he kicked me out. And I was like, fuck, I used to idolize you. What the fuck? Lower yourself. Justin Wayne's exact example of low spiritual IQ, low EQ, low IQ. Question oh. number one for you. Yes, by far. Russian number one. The best, the girls I approach in my country, uh, the best were Russians and Ukrainians as well. Yeah, they're usually prettier because they have smaller lips. Uh, my ex-girlfriend was like, um, she's part Russian. I think she's Russian, yeah. So. I'm, I'm more into that type. But I think what makes them so pretty is that thin lips, pretty faces genetically so that's why i say the best <clears throat> so and people like brazilians they like the south american kind of women too and sometimes sweden some people like swedish women australia has also has some very beautiful women they're mostly eight out of ten they're never like nine or ten hope that makes sense so yeah more questions the longer I make this video, the more people are like, oh, a fucking two-hour video, right? It's too fucking long. I'm not going to watch your shit. I'm not going to watch your shit. More questions or that's it? I dare you go to Riga. You get fucked there. It's really tough. Because the women were like six foot three. Russians. Seriously. The women are six foot three, all of them. It's like fucking giants everywhere. Ooh, it's like, oh, Russian, oh, Russian women. I fucking six foot three, Riga. Ugh, holy fuck. <laughs> Pretty tough. You, you know, <clears throat> very expensive to live there. And the women are so tall that. Like a head taller than you, so give it a try. I get destroyed. I'm so autistic. <laughs> Funniest cringe pickup story. Let me think. <coughs> hmm. Oh, yeah, here's a funny, cringy um, pickup story. I once approached a woman when I was like much younger. In, I wasn't very good at the time. I followed her into a fucking, like, Victoria's Secret kind of place. And she was like, what the fuck? I just didn't stop following her. 
that was stupid of me. So I learned from that. That's one of the cringiest stories. Let me think. I don't think I have that many cringy stories because I have some social calibrations now. <laughs> so, yeah, none of them are too cringy. None of them are too cringy. So, if it was cringy, right, I'll get in a lot of trouble in Vancouver because I'm not like autistic or anything like the other POAs. So, I'm not the creepy type. So, I don't think I have that many cringe stories, per se. Sorry to say that. But if I had more cringe stories, I'll think. What's cringy? What's cringy? Hmm. All right, let me look over the students. <coughs> Who's the cringiest? Fuck, there's too many students to remember. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right. Let me take a look at the list. I don't go to my front page, home page, all the testimonials. It's just too many fucking. There's one cringy story of the 18-year-old student. How is this? We'll talk about him recently. Autistic, impossible case. So, for example, Squad Castle will say he has students that masturbating in front of him in bed. Oh, good for him. Going crazy for at least 10 minutes, but now I know it's... Hmm. <coughs> All right. So for the 18-year-old student, how's this? This is a funny story. I, I'm sure he doesn't mind me telling. He was so desperate to lose his virginity, okay? So... Maybe try online dating because he's good looking, he's tall, white, but he's turning women off. Even online dating, he's so needy. There was like, um, he always makes the same mistake. So I remember in school, he was talking to a Latina. She's not that good looking. She's like fucking five out of 10, fucking flaky Latina. And he is embarrassing her in front of her friends. He's trying to act cocky funny in front of all the other white girls. So she never show up at school again. After that, he was so desperate that he tried to meet her. And the state that he was at, you have to drive. It's like all the road. She just flaked on him like a flaky Latina. And he was like, whatever, I don't care, right? In reality, he's stuck in the middle of the fucking mall. He's at least like fucking 50 miles away from home. He has to walk there. And then afterwards, when he came back home, right, next day, he was texting a black woman, right? I was teaching him how to text. And he finally could go out and meet her. Instead of meeting her because he wants to lose his virginity so badly, he just fucking rushes out there without even setting up a date. And she's like, I didn't want to meet you. And he's stuck out there in the middle of the road. And he's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up again. That's how delusional he was. He like, keeps crashing his boat on his way to losing his virginity islands. Like, poof. And he falls face first in the water looking up for it. It's like, fuck, how did this happen again? So when he's trying to lose his virginity, he's just like rushing towards any chance he can lose his virginity. He... He runs his boat right through the rapids to lose your virginity island. That's one story I can remember. So if you can pick, summarize, pick up in one sentence, what is it? Um, comorbidity, uh, 
what they call it purgatory for sociopathic autistic snowflake cunts who are trying to stuff develop for therapy that's <laughs> John Lee is the best look no further statistically speaking I am the best you can so for those who don't know me you check out the boot camps we check out my testimonials right here on the front page holy fuck there's so many testimonials right you'd be like what the fuck 334 but it's much higher now so I'm scrolling down so yeah that's I'm seeing that's the white student and during the coronavirus he eventually succeeded so he really wanted to get a blowjob so he did my objections dealing so much he looped the fuck out of it to the point where she was like yeah whatever she just did it that was very cringy but she didn't yeah afterwards is okay then she called him back again later in the future and i teach him why to do the instagram secrets and he lost his virginity he even brought his coronavirus gloves and shit but that's the story it's very cringy but mm -hmm. Another story that's very cringy is um, when you look at the testimonial, when you saw the newest trailer, that student, he basically, um, he had no emotional intelligence. He could not read the women's facial expressions. After he got laid at Las Vegas, right before the boot camp, I was still texting him what to do. Pre-boot camp training, widening his shoulders and stuff. He was so narcissistic, he was so offended because his brain was stuck. His face was like this the whole time. Every time I give him advice, he was like this. So for three days, he was like this. He didn't even listen to a fucking thing I said. He was too offended. I told him, start all over. Don't let it get to your head. You can get better results than one same day leg. So a bald guy who's five foot 11, Asian, wearing blazers, widening his shoulders, gets a same day leg in Las Vegas with a low SMV. So it's not about the looks. It's about the height and the positive stereotype look. Afterwards, after the boot camp, right, the thing is that um, on the airport, you got the same delay. First approach too, layover. Because they have to wait for the next um, many hours. So they booked a hotel. He booked a hotel. And he asked her if he wa she wanted to come on over. And they banged. That's why you see this in the screenshot. But then afterwards when he got home, sometimes I have all these secret techniques about how to anchor the emotions into your body. He anchored the wrong thing. So therefore, no matter what he did, he was emotionally scrambled. He kept approaching goddamn Latinas. Latinas who are basically flaking on Asian men. He may be tall, he may be stronger, but he's not good looking. So they'll flake like crazy. He approached nothing but Latinas. Where he lives is 80% Latinas. So he burned himself out. He burned himself out. He blamed on me for his autism, his evilness, because he cannot read facial expressions. It was fucking hilarious. And then I asked him to renew the inner circle, and now he didn't want to respond to me because he's probably sucking off some other white dating coach's cock. Now, that's a story. That's how PUAs are. Like, some of them are ungrateful. That's a cringy story, isn't it? That's one cringy fucking story. So, let's see. Next cringy story. I'll go back to testimonials. There's just too many. I, um, let's see. Let's see, that's not cringy, that's not cringy. It's not cringy. 
none of them are too cringy per se let's see here oh yeah this one's kind of cringy i don't know what the fuck happened but it shows my spiritual iq thing okay give it a thumbs up if you guys like this shit the indian student that you, guy you saw he's like oh uh, uh he sounds like autistic fuck why to join the elites program and i got a same daily the problem is that when you try to help them out more give them free advice um i'm gonna write a book called the science of dagan instead of the art of war the science of dagan it'll be like written exactly with military strategy and you'll have an overall mental filter that you understand <clears throat> but that student got really good so therefore there's more to his testimonial he also got laid with other hot latinas so i have to update his testimonial again i just don't have time but afterwards he started to like quit he's like john i got laid too many times and i burnt out and i was like what the fuck is wrong with you i was gonna turn you to the best pickup artist in all of australia and he's like no but john i don't know what to tell you uh, fucking autistic fucking asperger's i'm grateful exactly like the low iq lower self fucking indian it's just like that's typical shit um any rsd stories i love it when people expose these fuckers decrease my social skills <coughs> hmm, rsd oh yeah there's one student who's australian so basically um for this student because i know people that work with rsd that's how i i actually crash rsd jeffy's meeting so i was teaching a boot camp for this australian vietnamese student <coughs> very first time i trolled him by bringing him into an rsd meeting so when jeffy was giving his speech looks don't matter the student says now he's gonna say that student looks don't matter i was like what the fuck? jeffy's like looks don't matter boo that man and he's like yep and then jeffy's gonna say this next he's gonna say this line this line this line and jeffy says this line this line and this line right i was gonna be like um what the fuck, right so eventually me and my students and cameraman we left the we left the place i was gonna yell out like um john wayne fuck you jeffy right i was gonna do that but i realized if i did that i would be in trouble because people had to get me or sneak me into that rsd meeting we just left but i was gonna yell out fuck rsd or john wayne rules or something like that so i didn't do that but i did sneak him into the rsd meeting and i could see like a whole room of people they're all fucked so for my student, he tells me that whenever a person disagrees with RSD, right, they'll block their IP addresses. They'll block all their IP addresses, one after another. So eventually, it's like, and the refund rate is 40%. I mean, RSD, a lot of people complain that whatever they're teaching in the YouTube videos are exactly the same shit they teach in the boot camps. So they didn't learn anything new. They just go there and just fucking approach here and there. Another cringeworthy student is like, uh, I had this Asian student who was like, oh yeah, John, looks do matter. I'm going to dress well. So he dresses in goddamn fucking Asian sort of wash clothing. He got laid with RSD night game. He didn't get laid day game. So he's like, John, I'm still going to take your boot camp later. I was like, fuck off, right? Don't ever come to my boot camp, you fucking RSD fuck. He's like, no, but John, I'm going to take your boot camp. He's like, autistic. He turned his lower self. After he took the boot camp, he let it get to his head, just like the other Vietnamese guy when he got same day like they always the problem with a lot of students is they let things get into their head so when they get results the more results they get the more they have their ego up there so now they're red eyes hope that makes sense that's fucked up 
Like he ignores me and says, John, I'm still gonna take your boot count. I was like, fuck you. Fuck off. No, I'm gonna take your boot count. So tell me when you can do it later. Fuck off. Okay, good. I'll email you later. I was fuck off. That's how it is. Like, fuck off. I'm gonna take one day. I was like, fuck you. You can't take one day. I'll be like three. It's like these fucking RSD victims, they they don't have any sort of they're fucked up. It's fucked up. Um Lehoma. That's all I know from Cantonese. Logo Manghai, John Elite. I, I that means like my name is John Elite. So uh, that's all I know. I don't know that my Chinese. Lay Homa means like how like, are you doing good? I took a boot camp with natural lifestyles. They're all white guys, and half of us students were minorities. It sucked for us. Oh, that must really suck because I saw this Asian guy with bad hair and shit. And they have this in the boot camp testimonial. The most autistic looking student I've ever seen. Getting no results, but he learned about his sticking points. He felt a lot better about himself. Oh, you learn your sticking points. And natural lifestyles really fucking suck. I had an old student, right, from Australia. But he was offended because I said that he sounded like he sounds like he has like a bunch of marbles in his mouth, or he has a dick in his mouth. He's like, "Well, I'm a great public speaker, right?" It's probably part of the soap pot thing. I'm not sure. I saw him in one of the things teaching marketing. Soap pot, crack pot. You know, fucking. I have no respect for any of those people. But he told me that he was a wingman of natural lifestyles. This Jeff Marshall guy, and he sucks like he sucks like hell. He's a complete fucking. I, he sucks dick in game. I was like, oh, I'm not surprised. Anyways. That's bullshit boot count. Teaching meditation and woo woo bullshit. Yeah, I don't teach meditation. I teach them how to fight. It's like meditation and woo shit. I don't have any woo woo shit in my boot camp. Everything works. You guys can already see it from the boot camp results and shit. I'm scrolling down. Uh, let's see what else here. Any other funny stories? I wouldn't say they're super funny or cringeworthy, but. Fuck, there's so many steam results. My, my fucking index finger is starting to um, hurt. That's just the video stuff. Oh, there's more videos. Hmm. Ah, fucking more videos again. Ah, more videos. Oh, yeah, here's another cringeworthy story. This is a Brazilian guy, okay? So the student that was with him, as you can see, short Brazilian pulse. The other Asian student kept moving his eyes left and right like this the whole time. And he was autistic. So basically what happens is every time I give him advice, he's like, oh, you look like this to me. Gets upset. Like a snowflake cunt. So when he talks to the woman, he's like, hey, how are you doing? About to cry. And he's like, I told him not to, he cut his hair. He said, like, I thought I'd look more alpha. He used to have like a decent hairstyle, like, you know what I have. But he cut all his hair. He says his fucking Navy grandfather or Navy father cut his hair. I was like, dude, you're like three out of 10 looks now. It's going to be 10 times harder. But that time, the stubborn Brazilian, still, he looks like he has a fucking afro. 
he lo- he's like, yeah, I love Asian women. I'm stubborn as shit. Like Portuguese people, they talk kind of gayish. They have a lisp. Dan, I, I I love Asian girls, and he eventually like I taught them how to pull from instate to pull. He was about to bang her, but then the fat chubby Asian guy, right? He, because he had such a bad vibe. Um, the women, the fat women that he was with, the fat Asian was so turned off. She started cock blocking the other one. They're Japanese. They're about to bang. And afterwards, he's like, John, she wants me to be her uh, boyfriend or something. I don't want to do that. And he's just completely he's like, dude, you could have got laid. Just lied to her. He's like, no, I, no, no. Now he's fucked. He's mentally fucked. Stupid, dumb motherfucker. Snowflake idiot. So, yeah. That's funny, but yeah. I'm just looking over still. There's just too many. Like, Oh, um, the next guy, Korean student, six ladies, uh, one girlfriend. This guy's hilarious. He's called Mr. Fingerfucker. Okay, I'll tell you how he got his name. He's one of my earlier students. He saw me like approaching Metro Town. He's like, hey, can you teach me how to do that? Can you get her phone number? I was like, sure, I did it. Said, well, can you please teach me how to pay you for it? And I was like, sure. And then for some reason, I only taught him like day game, but he just used it all in night game. So before, he couldn't close in night game. He only got one lay on Tinder all together. So... Eventually, he went to a nightclub and venue. He'll bring the women upstairs because he's Asperger's as fuck and completely autistic. He'll finger her upstairs. So I call him Mr. Fingerfucker. He believes if he fingers her, then he can pull her in the car and fuck. <coughs> so Mr. Fingerfucker got seven lays in night game under my training. <coughs> Afterwards, he got his first girlfriend under my training. Mr. Fingerfucker, Korean. He eventually had a mental breakdown. He's like, John, I'm five foot nine, right? I'm too short. And I was like, no, five foot nine is the national average, you dumb motherfucker. No, but I'm five foot nine. Oh, fuck, I'm too short. Dude, you work out. No, but I'm too fucking short. See, even back then, like in 2014 and stuff, I already knew about the, the height thing. That is very important. Because I know I taught so many students. Even 2013, tall students were like getting laid and the short guys, when I was teaching back then, were not. So I knew that the five foot nine thing is not like a mistake or some kind of mental bullshit. It's a science. If you're above five foot nine, five foot nine and a half, the game is much easier. Wear elevator shoes, guys. Wear elevator shoes. So afterwards, he went um, to a different province. He started to have a mental breakdown, but he had a girlfriend. Again, or not a girlfriend. He started dating like 10 times, right? Yeah, he started dating 10 times, and then the 11th time, right, he, it took forever. She didn't want to fuck. He fucking fingered her in the park, and they fucked at home. And then afterwards, he didn't get laid again because white girls, he doesn't, he goes for Asians. He doesn't want to get a white girl because he's so far away when he stands. And he never listens to me when I tell him, this is how you get a white girl. He just, he's too beta. And I fucked him over at the end. He had a mental breakdown, and I realized from that point, I better start teaching some inner game where other students are going to get fucked. Back then, I taught no inner game. It's all outer game, and it works like crazy. So that's a funny story, but that's what happened. Uh, Mr. Fingerfucker. <laughs> okay. So look at another story. This one's pretty funny, too. Half Filipino, two fuck buddies, this story. So what happened here in the half Filipino? So eventually, what happened was a bunch of POAs were in a group, and I was dressed like a K-pop motherfucker. One of my old wingman, Vietnamese guy, very short guy. Okay. 
So this is back in like, I don't know, 2014 or something. Old wingman. He was like, John, what, what should I wear to um, whatever? I'm going to go meet some POAs, go to the club later on. The way he speaks, very quiet. Most Vietnamese are quiet. So I was like, wear this red fucking um, dress shirt. It's like your, your other shirt looks like a fucking fob, dude. Like you're fresh off the boat. And I wear like a, a tank top underneath it and wear this slim jeans. Like, are you sure, John? And it's like, I got pomade, as you said, pomp. Like, I already knew all this shit way back then. All the technologies for the hair, all this stuff, it's already been figured out. I, I got, so I use it like this. So I taught him I'll use pomade. So I was dressed like a K pop guy with blonde hair and had bangs and shit. And then from there, we all went to a club. We met a bunch of PUAs. I met one guy who's like a porn star. I'm not sure if he was trying to be a dating coach. He sucks, probably. Um, then I met another guy. He's like, Hey man, can I take your boot camp? He has the most chill voice in the world. Everyone laughs at him. Oh, that's great, John. Oh yeah, I would love to take your boot camp. So long story short, we went to the club, okay? And I was there. And there's a it's called venue. The same club Mr. Fingerfucker was there too. Okay. Venue is half Asian, half white. I don't go to nightclubs very often, but they brought me in for free. So I thought, why the fuck not? And when I was there, I was like, you know, hanging around all the white girls and stuff, dressing like a K-pop artist, and dancing with them, making out with them. And all the other Korean guys, right, were looking at me. They, they're tall, look like K-pop guys. They're all with Asian girls. They're all like looking at me like I just discovered fire. They're like, what the fuck is this Asian guy? Like, they're all looking at me like this, like, and the Asian girl are looking at me too, like, what the fuck? Why is this fucking Korean looking guy? <laughs> right? Why the fuck is he like, you know? And then what happened with the other guy, the Vietnamese guy, right? He started looking at me doing that shit, right? Then he fucking fingers this white girl. And then she grabbed him in his pants, like backwards like this, and she started jerking him off. <laughs> and then he was like, his eyes are rolling up. And then they eventually left. But he learned a lot. He was very happy, so... But fashion create got him jerked off in the middle of the dance floor without getting kicked out, and he fingered a girl. But however, Mr. Chill motherfucker, right, is taking the boot camp. Hey man, it's like, hey, your voice is awesome. When you're more chilled, women will like it. He's like, you're just fucking with me, man. It's like, no, 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 seriously, your voice is fucking awesome. Give it a try. So he starts approaching women. He's like, hey, excuse me, real quick. I have a question. They're all relaxed. All the women are like completely relaxed. They're all like hypnotized. And then it's like one after another. They didn't, he didn't really get rejected. It's like, wow, man. This day game thing is not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Right? And eventually he was outside in the mall. And he was talking to this Asian um, fobby women with glasses. He said, hey, man, I'll hold your groceries for you. Yeah, that's how I got the picture of him holding in the parking lot groceries. I'll bring it to your car. Oh, great. We should get a phone number and meet. And then the second time, right, second boot camp, he learned a lot of stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. So the playbook, when you see that, the connecting structure, I was teaching him back then like that, which is um, emotional investment question, her answer, emotional statement or something, an emotional comment. You know, asking another emotional question. It's like a triangle. A lot of this stuff in the playbook before, all these golden nuggets, most people don't see it. But they're all fuel tested way back then. 
That's what makes it so powerful, the gold nuggets, small pieces like this. The playbook is full of gold nuggets. Full of it, but people can't see it because their mental filter is not really good. You can't see 18 years worth of system, but it's sprinkled with all these pieces in there. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Then afterwards, he started calling this um, women. It's like, hey, yeah, we can hang out sometimes. Like, John, I got laid. He started texting me. And congratulations, got like two fuck buddies. <laughs> They're both Asians. He's half Asian, so it's okay. He looks like a white guy. He works out a little bit, but a Mr. Chill motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I got two fuck buddies. That's awesome, John. Your training is really awesome. Man, he's so chill. He just makes me want to relax and go to sleep or something. That's how chill. Like, even thinking about the way he talks, he's so chill. All the women are just like, there's so much into him. That's something you can learn from. The more chilled you are around women, the easier it is. The easier it is. But that's Mr. Chilled, motherfucker. <laughs> Rest story. Uh, let's see here. There's a lot of story. See, I'm still scrolling for all the fucking testimonials. I remember every single one of these. Here's the Russian guy. Russian guy got three layers of my boot camp, one pole, and one blowjob. Good looking guy, too. Oh, my finger is just. It has, you know, the Korean guy. He used to have so much approach anxiety. He's one of the boot camp stands. For one day, he, he was pretty good at day game. Like, he still got results, intermediate level, but he had a bad approach anxiety. And then eventually I taught him. That's how I create the progressive desensitization thing. I feel tested on him first. Back then, I didn't give a fuck if this student had like approach anxiety. Way back then, in 2013, just fucking approach. I just told him to shut the fuck up. Just do it. But then for him, it was step by step. That's what I figured out. Eventually, um, yeah, he got a Korean girlfriend. But he had a fuck buddy. And her pussy stinks like crazy. It smells like a dumpster. <laughs> he'll fuck in the car. And he'll drive up to people's like driveway areas and stuff. He'll fuck at night. And sometimes they find out and they just sort of like yeah, drive away. But yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Then he'll exit the game, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah, man. He sounds so high and shit. But he's not high. He's... He's high on life. Yeah, that's awesome. So chilled, man. Just, just one of the... <laughs> yeah, man. So chilled. Mm, let's see. Still got 150 lays, Asian guy. And then the other dating coaches, he was so good in terms of my coaching before he didn't get... Yeah. He didn't get same-day lays. He claims he does bullshit. And then all the other dating coaches, after he got seven lays in a row in Australia... You know, the legendary guy. Then he gives me the testimonials. He went to a different day game company because he wanted to learn night game. So this other company tries to take credit for my work. Yeah, fucking stupid idiots. In reality, he's giving me all the testimonials. That's why it's there. He uses my fashion. He has good social skills. And he pulls like a Filipino, which is like no empathy. That's what makes him good. That's what makes him good. 150 lays under my training. Uh, I think he's with somebody else right now. So he's already good. So if it weren't for me, this is one of those students that turned 
like I have nothing bad to say about the student, but they turn a little bit ungrateful eventually, a little bit red-eyed, but it's okay. It's okay. I create the superstar. He's one of the best day gamers in the underground like industry. People know but if he was using Justin Wayne's game, so it didn't really work. He had to do so many approaches just to get a pole or a lay. He will approach like fucking 50 a day, 50 times 12. That's how many. Now it's cut down to like very few. So that's under my training. Let's see what else. I mean, I should probably stop the thing eventually. I can go on forever because there's too many testimonials. As I'm scrolling, my hands is getting tired. Indian guy got two girlfriends at the same time. I remember him. He's an elite 30. And here's the another guy. Um, Latinos are mentally unstable. This guy, five foot seven, he was like, John, I like the fact that you know you were with this blonde girl and shit. He's like, he never had a white girl, he's RSD victim, and he banged six foot two women. He was blonde. And then he got a Latina girlfriend and she flaked on him. She flaked on the Latino. And eventually he had to teach him text game and then text game he got her back out. And then eventually they, you know, fucked. And then when they fucked, as usual. Then you know they had a relationship for a while. He was so ungrateful. He said, John, why are you so disrespectful to me the way you're speaking to me? Say, like, fuck you, motherfucker. I got you a fucking girlfriend's 8.5, and you banged a six foot two women. And I just told him to fuck off. And I didn't want to deal with him. Latinos are crazy. They're, they're always like lower self every single time. Latinos have, do not have a higher gear. They're always red-eyed. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> they're, they're some of the most and a lot of black students over here, they don't make me testimonials. Black students, outside of my army black student, which is awesome, most black students are so ungrateful, they never make fucking video testimonials because they're sucking Justin Wayne's cock. They're like, Justin Wayne, the Justin Wayne dick writers. Because they feel like they, they don't want to give credit to a five foot seven yellow Chinese guy. They, they want, they still like have Justin Wayne's dick up their asshole. They're still riding off just because that's the thing they feel like indifferent because i was the only one that can get them results but they just have justin Wayne's dick up their ass there's so many black students i'm going to read their testimonials you ungrateful motherfuckers you ungrateful motherfuckers i've gotten your results and you won't even make a video testimonial otherwise there have been a lot of black students that are in the testimonial section you ungrateful fucks it's okay it's okay i'm teaching another black student right now for texting for minorities he's a little bit stupid i'm not really into online games so we're kind of field testing a few things here and there um so true i'm a latino i agree yeah i was raised in a white neighborhood so every mexican not born in a white neighborhood i mean call me whitewash yeah latinos are crazy usually their parents they, ye they yell at you like crazy am i right just mentally abuse you mentally abuse mentally abuse you mentally abuse you and uh 18 year old student you know 18 year old student who lost his virginity was in the host family with latinos and they're about to kidnap him and ransom him back to the family and says if you don't pay me two thousand dollars the girlfriend told him like and then i had to tell him to go to the police station and leave there leave and he went to another host family the government and the host family didn't want to deal with it so they just sort of just moved him along he took kaizen with the money that the host family given him think he actually took kaizen because i figured out these people are recording his fucking conversations illegally and you know and gonna bribe him that was their plan 
They've probably done this to a lot of host family people, right? Yes, out Asian students. That's Latinos for you. And if you go on YouTube and you put vice in Latinos and having sex with animals, you'll find a lot of interesting shit. I'm just telling you. Murder capitals, 50 of the highest murder capitals in the world. 47 of them are fucking Spanish countries. Go figure. I'm just saying, that's just how it is. I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying I I like my Latino students, but at the same time, just cool off with a little bit of that mental instability. Come on, guys. Just a little bit less crazy. Come on, please. Just a little bit less crazy for Johnny Lee. My parents are psycho. I'm trying to raise my little brother on your principles. I would say definitely um, try to move out. Try to move out. It's very important because the longer you're around them, the more fucked up you'll become. Because eventually you're going to express your – if you have a sociopathic gene from them, you're going to express it eventually. So you don't want to express it. That makes sense. Next testimonial. Okay, another black student. Filipino student. There's no way I can get to end the page. Oh, there's other Latino student. Very ungrateful, but whatever. Uh, Indian student. Okay, got two girlfriends from my game. Who the fuck was this again? Oh yeah, yeah, I see. Oh yeah, this Latino student got two girlfriends from my products, and he was ungrateful because he wanted the same delay. But two girlfriends, I mean, that's not bad. <coughs> East Indian Germany student. This student, 15 lays. Filipino student. Um, he was part of like um, POA Academy, another RXD like fucking people. Screw everyone over. He got in the news in trouble. But the student took night game from them. He didn't get any results day game. He said, John, can you train me? I was like, sure. He just kept getting laid like crazy. The whole he got two weeks vacation every single day. He got laid. And eventually, after like another year, he had another two weeks off. He lost some weight. Another rampage, even more lays, harder women, because he improved his looks by losing weight. <coughs> um, what do we do with a constant breaking report tonality? Because I'm Latino. I think a breaking report tonality is great. Keep fucking doing it when you talk to women and have absolutely no regard for feelings. You want to play sociopath game, it's okay to fucking tease hard. Tease like so hard that is, I remember in the boot camp when I saw a Brazilian, she was completely not into me because I don't have to protect her status. In front of the Vietnamese boot camp students, <coughs> I use Latinas as punching bags. I don't mean physically, but I mean mentally. So I would tease a shit out of them. I was like, oh my God, do you like Donald Trump? She's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm Brazilian, not Mexican. It's like, it's the same thing. She's like, what the fuck? They're not the same thing. Yeah, that's what they all say, right? Spanish, whatever. They always try to make themselves look different, but we know what you are. You're Latina. Like, no, I'm not Latina. I'm a fucking Portuguese or fucking Brazilian. It's like, yeah, Brazil, right? That's what they call it, Brazil. I just kept fucking teasing her all day for like fucking 10 minutes. Once I got into that mindset, then I seemed to lay in front of the stand. The two blonde infield. <coughs> There's a Brazilian. Because the mindset of just fucking 
just use them for practice for teasing. So if Asians you cannot tease and you want to practice on women, but you don't want to hurt their feelings, just tease the Brazilians. Most Brazilian women have a cold sore when I'm day gaming them. Here's a funny story. Okay, you're gonna like this one. My Pakistani mentor once told me that he banged a Brazilian woman and he came all over her face, like all over here. Okay, and then she's like, she didn't even wipe it off. And she's say, I'm gonna go to TOEFL or ESL. It's like, he's like, are you gonna fucking wipe that shit off? She's like, no. <laughs> she has no empathy or care, no guilt. It's like, but but you got come all over your face. And it's like, okay. It's like, so your school's right there. Yeah. Okay. And she just left. Like, what the fuck? So the Brazilian has like such a big coach sword across her face and she's still rejecting me in Metro Town. I was like, I should have said, big please. There's a fucking cold sore right here. They all have cold sores because they suck so much dick. They're promiscuous. So that's just how they, this is just the truth. This is like what happened. So I think I got over Latinas now. I don't like them as much. I used to like Latinas a lot. Or half Latinas, white Latinas. But the other 18-year-old student, I mean, the guy who got to see the LA's, 80% of the place had Latinas where he came from. He got burned out. Because he kept approaching Latinas. And they're not into Asians. I hate to tell you. They're not into Asians unless you're tall, good looking, and strong and buffed. They are ripped. Six foot tall. Handsome. Then they're into you. Because if they got big hips, they want to protect your status. Um, let's see if we can report I think for Bradicus. I can't say too much about him because I met him in real life and I don't want to tear into him. I don't think so. I don't think he uses that. I just think he pose a lot. That's all. He doesn't close all of them. Most likely from what I can see in his body language. That's why I think, I, like I said, I can't really judge him because I think he's a nice guy. That's all I can say. But this is just from my observation. Probably using a lot of Tinder. I remember him telling me he uses Tinder to close a few times. But I think in some ways, because when you're tall and stuff, it's easy to dry pull. Even self-proclaimed high lay counts guys. Like it's easier for these kind of guys to protect their status, dry pull. So something like that. I think that's in my observation of the body language and stuff. I haven't seen his infields. I can't really judge, but I think for taller people, if they do sort of they just pull. But they don't always close. But I can read people's body language pretty well. So let's see. Um, next guy. Who is this guy? Oh, this guy's from California. He finally got like an Asian. Um, oh, another black student from um, Canada. Oh, it's okay. Another black student, he got like, um, you know, 50 approaches, he closed a woman. Um, oh, another student in Britain, Asian guy, handsome. He fucking got two models of fuck buddies for a whole year using the playbook. Uh, what demographic is your worst student? 
how to attract white girls and Asian girls. White girls are like dogs. They're more aggressive dog breeds, so therefore you need to be like Caesar Milan. Asian girls are like cats. They're scared easily, so you got to speak very simply and not scare them. So hope that makes sense. What demographics is your worst students? Let me think. Let me think about that one. Worse in the results or worse as in like personality? Because it's tough to tell because they're not the same things. Okay. They're not the same things. Let's see. He didn't want to buy Elite 30. This deal was getting too much results. But yeah, this Asian guy was like at least nine out, at least 8.5 out of 10 in looks. He could not close before learning London day game shit until he learned my system. And he was closing like, you know, got too fucked by these. It took him a long time just to post. So Asians need to approach more, even if they have good looks. So looks doesn't matter. It's not the looks. But for someone like him with good looks, it does take longer. Because they're Asian and they're not super calibrated. Indian guy. Fucking too many ladies, white girls and all that shit. There's no way I can get through the end of all this testimonials. This by the time I finish scrolling all the way down, it's gonna be like four hours into this fucking YouTube life. Can you define what's the worst, like as in worst, worst, like worse in what regards? Let's see, next testimonials. Oh, here's the white student. I'll make a trailer of him. <laughs> I remember he used to have Homer Simpson hair. I told him to shave off all that shit and wear a leather jacket. He got two, like four fuck buddies and two girlfriends in my boot camp. And one of the girls, because he's like, John, I'm so sorry I'm into Asian girls, right? One of his girlfriends is nine out of 10. He's ugly. So therefore he's six foot two, tall, wearing leather jacket, bald. And he got like fucking so many lays on the boot camp. So like I say, it's not the looks, it's the height in the race. There's no indication that looks matters that much. So imagine everyone's wearing a face mask. That's what looks is like. Nobody can see each other. We can only see the fashion. Oh yeah, this other student, um, he pulled his Asian women home. Okay. In his hostel, but it turns out he actually was a uh, writing for a TV show. He's a, he's an Asian guy, but he writes for Hollywood. He says, I want to I want to make a TV show with you. And then I was like, who's going to be the actor? He's like, you. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking act. Like, I don't want to be on Hollywood shit. I don't. I saw what happened with people. They tried to crucify them. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And just the deal fell through. But he, he came to the boot camp just to see if he can write me in the story. And he got results. So, yeah. What do you think about Brian Rose build where he has some muscles, but he looks lanky as hell? Brian Rose, um, I think he's got some chest muscles and wideness. Just V-shaped body is fine. Just go for V-shape. Doesn't matter. Women don't care about all that shit. He didn't marry a decent looking woman. So. Oh, here's a black guy. He's a doctor. But he got he fucking pulled like a fucking 50 times in a row. Or more than 50, like 70 times. So he decided to come to the John Wayne sort of Skype coaching. And guess what happened? He got laid. 
because he learned social comfort, how to connect. Because Justin Wayne loves to touch all the time. These Negroes just, hey, I just love to touch all the time. Yeah, yeah, high five for that. Yeah, you got to, you know, you always got to touch, you know, got to escalate and shit like that. You got to escalate, you got to touch, you got to touch. You know, you got to touch more, you got to touch more. What the fuck does touching have to do with, like, you fucking creep? So black people, they have a lot of attraction, even if you look black. By default, you get, like, 50 times the attraction for protector status. Because women don't know what they like until it's in front of them. And what happened was he's touching too much. When I taught him how to connect a little bit, then he closed. But John, I'm not going to make a testimonial for you. Let me make it in my own time. That's what he kept saying. It's going to be the best testimonial. Next year, same thing. Next year, same thing. Next year, the same thing. He's not going to make a testimonial because Justin Wayne's dick is so far up his ass. He's going to be the first fucking testimonial I'll read out as the ungrateful fuck. He'll be the first one and he'll be called out. But yeah, like I said, low spiritual IQ, you know, fucking stupid idiot. So eventually you have to use the bathroom and just stop this recording. Okay, um this student I pulled like so many times as an Asian student, and he was not like good at day game. He didn't close in day game in my training, but he closed night game. I told him I close that um, bedroom without alcohol. Using fire style, I cannot talk about it. But eventually he got 60 fucking lays using my Instagram secrets. I think he went to a different dating coaches for learning other stuff like text game, but he used my algorithms in the Instagram. He used the same pictures on Tinder because the algorithm creates 60 lays. So pictures are very important. So RC Tyler is actually really charismatic, but he thinks sacrifice goats because his eyes look like a serial killer. He's charismatic because I told you before, all sociopaths, they love to charm the sheeps. You have the serial killer eyes. They give you this. Where they talk like, get this, guys. <clears throat> Whenever they do this kind of weird shit, hardly this fucking, they charm the sheeps. So I don't have this charismatic glow, but they do. So when you look at Jim Jones, you look at serial killers, you look at all these cult leaders, they all have this glow about them, this charisma. Be careful about charisma. The more all sociopaths has charisma. So, like I said, um, if you look at the sociopath checklist, number one, sociopaths are charming. Sociopaths have high charisma, and they tend to attract a following just because they want people want to be around them. They have a glow about them that attracts people who typically seek guidance and directions. They often appear to be sexy or have a strong sexual attraction. Not all sexy people are sociopaths, obviously, but watch out for over-the-top sexual appetites and weird fetishes. Yeah, Tyler's bisexual. Anyways, continue. A lot of sociopaths, I believe they are. This student, yeah, you put a last minute on a boot camp. But the second time, he was completely fucked up. When he came to the boot camp, he was like, he got mentally abused by um, the boss over and over, a woman who was with a white guy. And he expressed his sociopathic genes. He no longer was like teachable. So, Black student. <laughs> he lost his virginity and he thought he got HIV. So he texted me. like, I was worried. He called me. He's like, can you catch HIV like that? I was like, no, it's like one in 500 chance, dude, without a condom. It could be even the first time, but most likely not. And he was like, less worried. And he became ungrateful. He became super ungrateful. So I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe he took another boot camp from another Wayne or something. I could be wrong. 
but he got laid under my training. He lost his virginity. I'll read out his testimonial. Another short black who's ungrateful. Ungrateful short blacks who needs their testimonials read out because they don't make me video testimonials. Short blacks. Fat chubby Indian guy, five lays, but he become ungrateful again. Um, you see half the students are ungrateful as fuck. John, so your testimonials, I got laid almost in the last again. Oh, yeah. My friend, Indian guy, looks like a Latino. <laughs> got a girlfriend. He's still with her. This black guy got laid on the very first approach after the Skype. And then he tried to make his own fucking course, you know. It's kind of stupid. It's like, I was pretty pissed off at him. Like, do you use my shit? I said, no, whatever. It's like, too lazy. And he also got a fuck buddy with another white girl during the same week. And her dad did not like it. But, yeah. Uh, did I make a video about how to be ungrateful, how to avoid it? Yeah, this one. <laughs> Spiritual IQ. But not, not a specific video. It's just when a student get too much results, it's, I'm the only dating coach in the world where I'm basically posting like COVID-19. It's harder to get testimonials because the students were not approaching. But so many students were approaching before that, I got a new testimonial like every single day or every two days, just nonstop. Last summer, all the way to fall to the winter, just nonstop. And because I have so much student results, a lot of them become evil because, like I said, before they're depressed, they get laid, lower self, they get laid, red eyes. They're stuck here. Now they let it get to their head, like a lot of the students, because high ego, low self-esteem, low emotional intelligence problems. Whenever a student's egotistical and autistic, they become ungrateful and dangerous when they have a low spiritual IQ. They let it get to their head. It's always You always have to worry about the snowflakes. The snowflakes, the emotionality, the guys who are emotional, does not mean they have empathy. The emotional people are the most dangerous. The, the, the ones who get offended the most easily are the lowest self-esteem and the high ego and the most red eye. That's where the ungratefulness comes from. When they get results, they let it get their head, they're stuck. Now they think they're, they're God's gift to the world. And they turn evil. When they turn evil, they're no longer, you can no longer talk to them. They, they don't get it. Their brain shuts down completely. They have to reset back to the depressed gear just to get their life back. But that's why the other student who in um who, who met a bunch of Latinas he burned out is because he had no more emotional intelligence. After he got laid, two same day lays, it got to his head. Once they get to their head, they become evil. All of them. Not all of them. Fifty percent of them are evil, Sith. And the other ones are Jedi. So pickup artists will greatly benefit from reading quotes from the Bible. Yes, Proverbs is King Solomon who wrote a lot of wisdom. Because he talked about the wise person and the fool. They always think they're the wise person, but they are actually the fool who thinks they're wise. They don't listen to the wise like me. They listen, they're fucking fools. That helps. Jesus helps them with the spiritual IQ because Jesus is like, he's kind of like me, very selfless. He wants to help people. He's not like greedy. That helps too. And EQ, emotional quotient. Um, I think the only way to really stop that is to do some gratitude meditation a little bit be grateful because they're ungrateful 
when they're grateful, they start to feel more blessed and they feel more grateful and they become nicer people. Testament. Uh, no. So yeah, it does happen all the time. They do turn evil. So many of them turn evil, right? Call a girl from dorm. Oh, this other Thailand guy. He turned evil because he he got laid from dating coaches before, or I don't think he got laid that much, or it got laid at all from white dating coaches. But because after he learned from me. He didn't want to make me a video testimonial. He got like fucking four or five lays in Thailand. But then, because he says that he was sucking off other white dating coaches before he learned from them, he didn't want to give me. Re but I say I got you results. He didn't want to make a testimonial. He turned evil. Low spiritual IQ. Same shit all the time. Pick up artists with comorbidity, all these mental illnesses, sociopathy, narcissism, autism, ADHD. Uh, delusions and depression. Are you guys seeing a pattern here? Is it starting to click? Are you starting to see why they're evil? Because they have too many mental illnesses to deal with. And some of them are just, if they're, yeah, fuck them. I'm going to read out his testimonial too and call him out. Too many fucking students are just ungrateful. Holy fuck. Indian guy, okay, great. Um, this short Vietnamese guy, five foot four. Two lays. I think one same day lay and one just phone number close. I remember him being on a forum group. He was writing, if he don't make, if he don't get laid, he's going to donate money to the NRA. And before he went to RSD, he went to Simple Pickup. He went to all these places. He did not get laid at all. And I was like, fuck. In one week, he has to get laid or my name is on the fucking reputation. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to help him. So I changed his fashion, right, from his gay-ass fucking... Um, broke back mountain jean jacket to you know bomber jacket i changed his fashion he got same day lay no the first time not same day lay is the phone number closed he closed the second time got same day lay but then he still left one of the women back his apartment he went to the second one to fuck the second woman while the first one still at his place yeah whatever because the second time he's like Oh, I'm going to donate money again, John, to the NRA if I don't get laid at the second lane. I was like, oh, for fuck's sakes, do I have to help you again like for two fucking lanes? He did get two lays in two weeks. So, yeah, I'm pretty gifted as a dating coach. Keep doing your thing, bro. Thanks, man. Thought about your channel, man. Love how you specifically address dating for Asian guys. For shizzle, my nizzles. All right. Um, tonight... Oh, this Asian guy, yeah. I mean, he banged a woman who's 7.5. I think he quit the game. He recorded all the London immersion infields and shit. I no longer got to keep it. And I got, well, it's just things became interesting. Like, practically like a Nazi fucking propaganda documentary. So, another white student. Uh, he helped uh, a company I used to work with before for a little short while. One of my students, he taught me about russellbrunson.com secrets. This guy, when I trained him, he got like a fucking, uh, he pulled three women back home and they look like Justin Wing women quality. And he banged them with his wingman. They're pretty hot. He became unstoppable. I was pointing out how his fashion was shit and he had a lack of social calibrations. He loved Elite 30. That program changed his life. But later on when he got too good, he just sort of like 
maybe he just went to other white dating coaches because he's white or he, he listened to their shit. He still helps me and stuff. I'm, I'm grateful for that. But I wish he was more grateful that I, I turned really good. He used to have hot girlfriends and stuff before, but I, I can get him to like such a high level. I can make him reach whatever goals. But it's still kind of like that. No. Like, I still, I'm still in touch with him. But I think I offended him or something somehow, giving him advice, and he didn't want to take it. So whatever. But yeah, white student was really good. <coughs> he did all that keynote touching, hand holding on chat. Next student. Indian guy got Asian women. I think so, yeah. Uh, hold again. Great. Oh, here's the guy who's a fucking nasty Indian guy. He was like, uh, got like a same delay. He became ungrateful as shit. Yep. Of course, after too many lays, and I was having a mind fuck. Okay. This guy was a Chinese guy. He used to get picked on by um, self-proclaimed high lay count guy. He got picked on. And then when he trained under me, and now he's a father. He fucking fucked the Latina. Like I said, height matters. He fucked the Latina. And yeah, so his baby's mama is Latina. And he's Asian. He's like, good for you. Some of my students have procreated before, so it's great. See, team effort and blah walking down the street. Oh, Boxster. Um, queefing means like you know when the vagina makes a farting sound. You're fucking. Black student, you know, I helped him. I had to take a piss. He got a same day late. I was still in the inner coaching thing, telling him what to do, keep him on the line. I got no credit for it. It's funny because at that time, um, yeah, I won't get credit for this one. I did help with half of it, but the funny thing is I actually have a lot more boot camp students laid in polling. So therefore, I'm statistically the better coach. The stuff I taught him was very powerful, but it, it got people red-eyed. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I think in the, before I would really been pissed off, but now that you see a more um, boot camp testimonials, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I think I can just let it go now. Let's see, Asian guy, he's getting a blowjob. <laughs> I have screenshots of that. I have the video too, I should post it. Not in here, but on my site. Um, oh yeah, here's the 18 year old student in Elite 60. He lost his virginity. First he posed a Latina home. Um, what's the difference between self-esteem and arrogance? They're the opposite. Uh, self-esteem is byproduct of accomplishing goals and experience. Ego is kind of like, um, Ego is opposite. It's kind of like feeling proud when you haven't accomplished shit. Or it's like a lower self. Like you're not feeding the self-esteem. You're feeding like something else. Let's see. Oh, yeah. he, um, This Latina, right? Girl from Chile. They usually have dark skin and they're kind of like plain looking faces. Wear a lot of makeup and not this one. But he pulled her. He didn't fuck her. And then she got really pissed off. <laughs> He couldn't get hard for like twice. She wanted to fuck in the hostel. He eventually lost his virginity. There's one of my other students who's getting a blowjob in this pic. I'm just censoring his dick. But um, he's in Australia. He's one of my first earlier students. Uh, he went to other dating coaches and came back. 
he's an impossible case. I told him to fuck off. 18-year-old Latino student. Um, got a girlfriend. I changed his hair color so it's like brown. Then he got he got laid with a, a blowjob with the older women when he's still 17. Asian women. I think that's legal. I'm not sure. But afterwards, he got a Colombian girlfriend. And he became ungrateful, and I just cut him off. Here's another Indian guy. He let it get to his head. He got a few lasers under my training, but he was ungrateful. I gave him the playbook for free because he couldn't afford it anyways. It's like, how's that for you, an ungrateful cunt? He likes to worship other dating coaches like Lux Life, who has no fucking testimonials. He just loves to worship. You know, love. He loves it when he's sleeping with the pets of white dating coaches. Fuck. They don't have any fucking testimonials. It's like one or something, as usual. But, however, um, yeah, his tonality sounds very depressed when he talks. London immersion is black stain pulled. So, I, yeah. Other guy he pulled by himself, this fucking Puerto Rican guy, good looking guy. Um, I didn't get any credit for that. Here's the boot camp, the new trailer for the Vietnamese student. Who's this guy? Oh, I had this Ecuadorian or some fucking Peruvian or something student. Short little fucking Latino. He banged like an Asian chick in a hot Latina. He's fucking messy hair and ugly shit. Army student. The black army student is very grateful. He has over 20 ladies and two girlfriends. Tall black. Doesn't mean looks. He's okay looking, but looks is not everything. Because black students are not good looking and you all know what i'm saying dude you know what i'm saying you're all just tall strong muscular protector status and long dick positive stereotype if it were the face the black students wouldn't get any results if you look black it's easier so, um, oh here's the filipino student you know he got no results before he fucking got like non-stop results after tom like a text game from minorities on top of the playbook, he learned my Instagram secrets. He's one of the first students that used it or a second. He got too many fucking lays with Latinas and stuff. Like Latinas like guys who look like Filipino because they look Mexican. Afterwards, um, he made a testimonial. That's great, but he became ungrateful as fuck. He didn't want to join the inner circle. No matter how many times I ask him, it'll help him. He's like, oh, the COVID-19. Hey, fuck you. You know, you're ungrateful. Fuck. Because no, he no longer needed me, so he no longer needed me. It's like I, I'm your fucking dentist or chiropractor. The students get results. They turn fucking lower self. Fuck him. But it's his choice. I don't care. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm seeing more black guys that are decent to good looking in Toronto. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. What are your thoughts on using large jackets to make shoulders look wide? Do not do it. The fit is the most important. The more you try to make yourself look bigger and bulkier, it makes it look like a hand-me-down from your older brother. Therefore, she thinks you're socially retarded by dressing as a clothing size that doesn't fit. What are your thoughts on using a large jacket to make sure? That's my answer. Don't do it. Well, this Asian guy used to approach... This is a funny story. Very cringy. This Asian guy, right? One of my students. He's a good-looking guy. Good-looking guy. But he'll approach every single girl in the entire fucking Europe. So 
I remember leaving from one country, right? But he'll approach every single one of them. He thinks it's like finding gold underneath a rock. But he got like fucking more than 12 lays under my training, maybe more. And they're all hot. The girls are all hot. Hot European, like they like the Asian pretty boy type. <coughs> every country he went to, just fuck. I saw him in Poland. So he was in Russia. I got some results. Yeah, really hot women. Oh, here's the four-year-old student. Here's a Middle Eastern student. All the results he got, he copied me in one of my infields, and he got like fucking laid. And then he started taking Elite 30 after that. He, he made $100,000 that year, all cash, after I gave him some advice because he was stubborn. I was teaching him the five mindsets, one of the mindsets. And he made fucking – he showed me his calendar. Look at me. I made this much money. Like, fuck. I can see the like, Asian women here and got a model girlfriend afterwards. Um, black student again. Mm -hmm. This is too long. If I keep scrolling, right? I'm just telling you, it's going to take like fucking another hour of scrolling. I wait for choosing signals, not arrogance and genuine confidence. I don't use choosing signals because. That's like some alpha male strategy bullshit. Because sometimes the girl, when she looks at you and you're walking by in the mall, you always talk to her and she says she has a boyfriend. So the reason why she does that is because she's also looking for somebody else that can replace the boyfriend. She's not happy with her relationship. So every single time you walk in the mall, you look for the choosing signals, of the woman giving you a choosing signal. And you approach her. She always says she has a boyfriend. But he's like, bitch, you just looked at me. Why do you look at me? Because she's in a relationship, it's like a monkey. She needs to grab onto one branch, and she before she grabs on the next branch, she has to let go of the other branch. <laughs> Make sense? You ever recommend surgery to look better? No, because your golden ratio does not change with surgery. You have to move the eyes and stuff in the different spots. You cannot surgically change your bone structure. So therefore, surgery is not going to help. Even if you look slightly better, your golden ratio is the same. Women look at the golden ratio. They don't actually look at your, you know, it's not like, oh, it looks me. No, ugly guys with high golden ratios, like my Pakistani mentor, he's 82%, but he bangs women that are 9 on 10. Golden ratio is everything. All the dating coaches, I guarantee all the women, whatever look scale, is exactly identical to the golden ratio. Identical. However, if the golden ratio is too low, they use seeking arrangements like Justin Wayne and other people. Justin has to do more with the body language and vibes sometimes a whole at glance, not choosing signals. No, I will not depend on um, on positive reactions or IOIs. I would depend on IOC indicators of compliance, as I said. If she's walking with you back home and she's not smiling or giving you any signals and you're banging her, you're fingering her, Fuck choosing signals because indicators of compliance matters more. Give a thumbs up for the fingering because compliance signal matters a lot more than indicators of compliance. More important than choosing signals, indicators of interest. White people love indicators of interest. And the people that are students looking at, you know, the RSD victims and they look at the number of closed videos because they cannot read facial expressions. The women's all distressed and pretending to be nice. They think that choosing that's a choosing signal. That's not a choosing signal. It's called the autistic signal. 
because you can't read her fucking facial expressions and she doesn't even like the guy. So all you looking at number of clothes videos, like, oh my God, you got a number of clothes. No, it, she's creeped out, but right? you can't see the distress in her face because you can't read facial expressions because you got autism. Let's see your next stint. Oh, fuck, I'm getting tired. I need like a fucking nap. Okay, here's the student, um, Indian student. Holy fuck, all this scrolling. I'm going to take a nap. Oh, fuck, I'm back up. Anyways, fuck, there's too much fucking testimonials. I'll never get through the whole fucking thing. Let's see here. I can't get through this thing. I'm just ah oh, fuck. Oh here's here's the old man, fifty year old man. Oh, there's too many testimonials. I didn't close the page. Fuck. Johnny Lee could not get through his own testimonials while falling asleep. Oh my god. Yeah. So who's my next testimonial? Any more questions or? Remember, the longer I make this video, right? You know, the best thing to do is train with me. Get the Elite Bundle. The Elite Bundle is the best thing for the coronavirus because you can practice your skills over and over again. And I would not just listen to it once because it's your goddamn mental filter and your ADHD and your autism and sociopathy. I'll go for the first time just to get it to your neural pathways. The second time is to imprint it. And the third time is to take action. I will listen to the Elite 33 fucking times. And then start practicing and day by day and day by day. And then when you go back out there, you can close faster. And if you do the RSD way, you're going to catch the coronavirus. Because you're spam approaching. The sun increases your chance of succeeding in cold approach. Sun improves serotonin. Sun also is like a... Helps you with depression too. People get seasonal depression disorder. I think it helps a little bit getting less depressed. I try MDMA for treatment for PTSD. I got some good results. Serotonin is key. What is MDMA? I don't know this drugs things. I don't take drugs. So not, I'm not just pretending not to take drugs. I don't take drugs. I don't fucking know. <laughs> You guys like the new trailer? Remember the two same delays? This one? Remember this one? You can see that when you touch her at the right times and you flirt at the right times, you calibrate it. And you can read her body language. I can read her body language. Tell her about your story, how you got here. You're from the United States. Remember that? There's, there's no such thing as a numbers game. Focus on her. Yeah, there's no such thing as numbers, Steve. That's true. It's all calibrations. It's all about keeping her on the line. Props to whoever edited it. Yeah. You guys like it? MDA and MDA. Okay. I did not edit that video. One of the people who edited is actually, he edits for a professional television station in his country. He's one of the top editors, probably like, I don't know, he's probably one of the like best around that I know of. So if I want to make a documentary, he he's already done it. He's already made bootcamp documentary. Yeah, I mean, he's very valuable in his country. 
I don't know. I don't know anything about drugs. I like this trailer. Just do exactly what I say. Be here for three months. It's not just keeping her mind occupied. Sometimes you gotta experience the vibe together. You see in this student, right? He didn't actually connect emotionally. But it's not just the emotionality. Because if you say it's emotionality, right? If the emotions are not, that's bullshit. He's wearing a blazer. He's five foot eleven. He's bald. He widened his shoulders. Same day lay Las Vegas. Same day lay in the airport. Like I said, it has nothing to do with just fucking emoting. None of my students can emote. Ever. They don't even know what a flirt is or a tease. They think it's the same fucking thing. Be cocky funny. Just pulling tactics and objections dealing and shit. <laughs> they don't know anything about emotions because they don't feel any fucking emotions. Got too many mental illnesses. I don't feel a fucking thing. Come on now. Trust me. I don't give a shit, dude. I'm high on life. I don't need to be high on fucking drugs. Let's see. Yeah, I'm getting kind of tired. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you learned something. You learned something. But yeah, I really like that trailer. He also made the other trailer. Remember the other one? He's like, the man right here and Johnny Elite, right? Man of the hour right here. I got like three ladies in the boot camp. He edited that one too. <coughs> so all the trailers, I think I will make him edit all of it. I love his editing style, but you can tell it's not me because you know I fucking hate uh, video editing. That's why I'm on YouTube Live. Fuck, it's already three hours. Holy shit. Okay, I think... Have you guys learned something? Any more questions or is that it? Go get the Elite Bundle, whoever is out there. Get the fucking Elite Bundle so you can train with me on Skype and become the next testimonial. And hopefully, when you get laid, you don't turn into a snowflake cunt and become ungrateful. Promise me you'll make a testimonial. <coughs> Thanks, John. Take care. All right, that's good for today. I'm not sure what the next topic is, but we're done with the whole mental illness series. So now we can put this underneath a playlist and we can change the topics and maybe in the future we'll talk about comorbidity dating coaches and how they game the sheeps i think you learn a lot here i noticed creepy peewees go out to like cockroaches during the sunny weather does the sun attract people with mental illnesses it's not the sun it's just they think it's an opportunity because more women are out there so the cockroaches come and feeds vancouver peewees are creepy I'm not into drugs because I weed, but I use psychs. I'm healing and therapy. I don't care. I don't even know anything about drugs. So, therefore, I can't even relate. I don't even give a fuck if you use it or not. Anyways. I mean, if you're not getting Elite 30 and practicing in front of a mirror 100 fucking times a day during the coronavirus, the fuck are you doing with your life? Are you insane? I mean, if you don't want to get the bundle, you can't afford it because you can't afford to eat. Get the fucking Elite 30. Practice like your life depended on it. The skills will help you with a job. They'll help you with that. Social calibrations will help you. I can't even think of a bad thing about Elite 30. I think every Asian needs Elite 30. What the fuck are you not using Elite 30? Most of my Asian students who got laid are using Elite 30. Every single one of them. Except for that good-looking guy who's like, you know, in London. He just used the playbook because he's good looking. But everyone else used Elite 30 because Elite 30 is social calibrations, social skills. It's not just emotional intelligence. 
So keep them on the stand. Remember, social skills, social calibrations, emotional intelligence in the game. Okay? So the thing is that you need like you need social skills and you need social calibrations. By working on this kind of area, this is like a bigger section, it's like 50%. It's not just you know using a little bit of game, because nobody has game like Johnny Elite, he's just using a little bit of game. Because your game sucks, it's got high value. With high value, using a little bit of emotions, a lot of the students cannot use emotions. Does that make sense? Because they can't use emotions right over here. Therefore, it's not enough. This will lead to a little bit of the emotions because the body language motion equals emotions. Hope that makes sense. Plus, you got John Leake's game, which is maxed out, and you got all this shit. You get all this stuff, even a little bit less here, you get all that other stuff. And that's what makes it so powerful. Rather than just focusing on a little bit of the game and trying moting, it's just not enough. This is only for tall Negroes and tall Latinos and tall like fucking Middle Eastern students. This is this is bonkers. This is mad. You understand? It's like sixes and sevens. It's insane. Crikey. Okay, let's see what else. Anyways, I think I taught you guys enough shit. Holy fuck, long fucking day. Uh, see you in the next video. So what do you guys want next? You want like a boot camp clips and shit? Or you want more YouTube live? You get to vote. I already have the boot camp shit already edited. But teaching boot camps during COVID-19 equals death. So you need an N95 face mask and you want to come to my boot camp. You can't just kill Johnny Elite. Because if you kill Johnny Elite, who's going to teach the Asian guys? Nobody. Nobody can. Come on now. So yeah, I want to tell you that all the boot camp students that put down deposit, you better bring an N95 mask. Right now, it's probably like you're in trouble for approaching because the social distancing. But I will see what happens afterwards. All the red pill dating coaches were like, oh, boot camps, money, money. Yeah, let's get back out there. Let's give advice videos. Boot camps, money, money. Yeah. <coughs> it's funny. I actually have the most boot camps to results in the world. For day game. All this time, I just hit it. It's fun because John likes to be narcissistic like that. <laughs> Even if I lose money by not showing it until now. It's funny to me. I don't give a fuck about money. Any other questions before I go? Fuck, I didn't cut my hair as a bad hair day. Fuck. Any more questions? There's 10 people here. Any more questions for Johnny Elite? If there's no more questions, I gotta say cheerio, and it's time to end the YouTube live. No more questions? More questions? 
This watch stop. I didn't know it ever stopped. I run out of batteries. Oh, I'll have to replace this one. It's a Daytona looking kind of watch. It's like a homage to it. It's not a Rolex Daytona, but it looks like it. Ah, fuck. Can't believe it's not working. Crikey. Fucking tosses. Fucking watches it. Oh, fuck, I don't care. Anyways, I guess it's the end of the um, YouTube Live. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace, motherfuckers. End. <laughs>